What is poppin', my people? My name is Carl. What up, what up? And I'm Max. And I'm Shamo. Welcome to episode 33 of Hold Us Accountable, y'all. Hell yeah, we have our weekly and monthly challenge updates. We're gonna play a little bag toss. We got our mental health talk. Uh, and we got a little joke of the week. But first, we always start with that beer of the week! Thank you for tuning in. I know your time is valuable. There's thousands of other podcasts that you could have settled for. But now you're just vibing with two goofy What's poppin', y'all? like to discuss the problems and figure out ways to solve them. And challenge the listeners to get up out of their comfort zone. Try some shit they ain't done before. This is Hold Us Accountable. Episode 33. We got yeah, Seamus Johnson in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. Oh! This is Hold Us Episode 33. Hope everybody's doing good, feeling right. Max is missing an ear. Hold us accountable. Yeah, we'll figure it out. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to episode 33. Glad to be back. Oh, so glad to be back. Thank you, everyone, for joining in with us this week. Take Uh, five. Yeah, take five. If you're uh, first time listening to the show. Uh, here on Hold Us Accountable, we'll just uh, try a new hobby or activity every month, and each week we'll talk about it, uh, the ups and downs, the, uh, the ins, know, and outs. ins and outs of it. We got some little weekly challenges that we do. Uh, we're just here to have fun and uh, hang out and try some shit. And, uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. Hell we have a yeah. uh, guest Shame-o. Big Seamus Johnson in the hell studio. Yeah, hell yeah. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Hey, happy man. Here. Happy to Hang have out, you here. Talk some shit, you know. Hey, man. Some We're excited comedy. to have another uh, another brain inside the old stool. Yeah. You know, absolutely. you know. Hey, but hey, we'll give you a. <laughs> hey, welcome to the stool, Mark. Welcome to the stool. All right. Jesus Christ. Let's go. Keep it going. Keep it Standing ovation, thank bro. You. Thank you for coming to my Out show. Out of control. <laughs> the crowd oh, went absolutely <laughs> banana. Oh man, yeah, and he deserves an entry, uh, uh, a round of applause like that. Every, but every bit of it, you deserve it, man. Hey, hey appreciate it. it. Uh, appreciate before it. we get into anything, it. shout out Decker Polinari for our uh, intro music. Hell yeah! Shout out everybody listening. Out. Hope uh, hope yeah. everybody's happy, hope healthy, everyone had a good, healthy. Uh, Past few weeks, Fourth of July. Fourth of July, Happy America, Go America! Absolutely, hell yeah! But fucking hey, man, we're we're thirsty. Yeah, just take five, so we better get down to it, <laughs> ladies yeah. and gentlemen. This episode thirty-three, going. Maximilian, crack me open some of that shit. Let's get dirty with you it, dog. Let's do it. Love beer. <laughs> I love beer too. Max, what oh, we drinking, dog? We got a good. We got a good beer. Oh, I should probably pass them out. Huh? Yeah, we got to get them uh, passed out here. We got a beer from mm-hmm. Copper State Brewing. We have got the Stilt Walker. Thank you. Or Stilt Stepper. Excuse me. The Stilt Stepper. My bad. Sorry about that. Um. 
Let's see. Copper State. So we're going to be headed soon for uh, the old cribbage loss on my end. Huh? But yeah, man. Yes, sir. You owe me a, uh, a brewery tour, a little dinner, you know. Maybe a T-shirt. Uh, maybe maybe you a know? sweatshirt, beanie combo. I don't oh, know. Oh, shit. Yeah. anything. Uh, Fucking A. Let me work a few more years. <laughs> I'll get you that bottle. Anything you want. Man, uh, Copper State doesn't have anything about their beer on their website. Uh, Check out the con. So here we go, right off the can here. They are connecting people, creating experiences, crafting great beer. It all started as a family coming together to craft great beer, and it's a true family, which means we all share a common set of values that drive our goal of creating a warm, inviting gathering place for your friends and family. Uh, so that's about Copper State. Hey, man, nice place, too. It's right down on the uh, corner of, I believe it's uh, Walnut or Walnut or Mason and uh, Broadway. Yeah, right around, right down there. Yeah, right yeah. across from Title Tan yep. Brewery. Yeah. It's good brewery, nice really spot, brewery. nice atmosphere, tasty Tarskis. Yeah, I kind of wish they had more about the beers, but if you click, like, on the beer on their website, it just takes you to, like... What about, uh, can you, uh, figure out what they're about? The pub? Yeah, we'll look at, uh, Copper State. I had some beer suds on my bike, and I just licked it, just like... Mm -hmm. That's the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, my... All right, a little bit about Copper State. Once upon a time, we bought a brewery. And then we brought bought a home brew kit. Oh, so they wait. So they bought the brewery and then decided to learn how to brew beer. <laughs> Sounds like it. Okay. Must be nice. Let Must me just say, nice. Must be nice. All right, we're uh, still in Grandpa's basement. Life <laughs> is an adventure, and we grabbed an opportunity to create something we could be proud of. Uh, we have carefully crafted everything in this business: the beer, the food, the coffee, the puns, and our culture. Come stop in because life is short and craft beer is good. Take a brewery tour, grab a pint, and connect with your favorite people over some unique gastropub gastro favorites. Look at that. Carl vs. Dictionary. Carl vs. the <laughs> bre <laughs> bre versus the brewery. Knows <laughs> oh, <laughs> those words. <laughs> <laughs> Anything beer I know, you pull out the old fucking dictionary. Uh, but hey, good, yeah. good tasting beer. Good taste of beer. You gonna crack yours or what? Yeah. 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 Give her brew. I I don't know if you're an IPA fan. I like beer. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Beer's, beer's perfect. Good. So we're gonna rate these uh, trusty one through ten. Uh, yeah. Packer season is just well, around. We could do uh, the comedy uh, comedians. Okay. If you, you know many, we could still. If you know uh, your handful oh, yeah, yeah. of comedians. You know uh, like couple, couple. All right, let's just do one through ten. One through ten, yeah. It, I like I like doing one through ten. I just Me too. Sure. It kind of make, makes the listeners a little yeah. uh, more understanding. But once we do kind of enter back into old Packer season, and when we do our uh, comedy, we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah. when I wasn't sure how big of a comedy fan, he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I love." He's just it. a I'm funny looking guy, you know. Fucking love him. Fucking love him. <laughs> right on. Hey, good to have you here, Seamus. Hell yeah. Good beer. Right. Hey, cheers to you guys first. Cheers to everybody listening. Cheers. Hope you guys are doing well. Enjoy a beer. Crack a beer, whether it's morning or night. Always a good time to enjoy a sud. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how great of advice that is. Sun. Fucking yeah. love no, sud. Uh, I, uh, 
half degree. Half. All right. It ain't too bad. Not too no, shabby. I like that beer. I do too. So once it's Stilt Stepper. Stilt um, Stepper by Copper State is there is hazy. A uh, 5.6 ABV. Not too shabby. Um, once upon a time, hops were harvested on stilts. Uh, no, really. Sounds like a fairy tale. Ooh, oh, here mine. we go. Um, sounds like a fairy tale, but with beer, which is the best kind of fairy tale. Uh, oh, I read that bad. My bad. Uh, from those hazy memories of this stilt-stepping pastime comes the name of this hazy New England IPA, complete with a full, smooth mouthfeel and delicious hop flavor, but not so bitter that it doesn't get uh, invited to family events. Uh, makes make sure you tease your taste buds with a tantalizing sniff before you enjoy these stilt stepping stu- suds with the rest of your senses. Ooh boy, nothing more than go. a smooth mouth feel, right, Tom? Oh, gotta love this uh, beer. Uh, uh, all right, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So yeah, give her a old sniff. I do. I I like the taste, man. Me too. So uh, while we're thinking, while we're uh, letting the taste linger through the old taste bod, I'm gonna give you guys a couple, a uh, couple of craft beer facts. Let her rip. Bob. All right, all right. Uh, craft beer is good for the bones. Do you guys know hey. that? That's why I'm, I'm big a... and strong. Exactly. Uh, beer is high levels of silicon, silicone, silicon, silicide. Uh, Silicon, which promotes strong bones, not psilocybin. That promotes strong... Strong brainwave visual. uh. All right, this is... I'm about to read a fact (laughs) that is long. I don't know. So we're going to just go... In 2003, Hermanus Birkenhead Brewery had a delivery truck that had a very unusual slogan painted on it. Birkenhead beer, helping ugly people have sex since 1852. <laughs> the people you. of Hermanus went ballistic. There were threats of violence, stoning, boycotts, and banning. The funny thing is people still, after 11 years, remember the truck in the Birkenhead staff are often asked if they still have that truck. I think that made sense. All right, we'll go. Oh, I'll give me one more, huh? Give me one more, huh? In the nineteen in the sixteen hundred, mid midwives created super strong beer to ease the pain of labor. I get hey. the old ladies all boozed up before they all <laughs> push them out. The Bless old baby, you wish you could have a kid now, huh? Oh, there, get, it. Get, <laughs> get me drunk, I'll push her all out. I don't give a shit, drunker. A jelly bean company called Jelly Belly recently introduced a craft beer flavor that can be mixed with other jelly bean flavors to create a cocktail or shandy explosion in your mouth. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you guys thinking? How are you guys liking this beer? I'm digging it. I'm digging it. It's pretty good. It's pretty smooth. Pretty smooth. Yeah. Digging it. Um, Loving it. Very good. Mm. It's yeah. easy to drink, you know. It's easy to drink for an IPA. Yeah, it's for an um, IPA. It's pretty, you know, not too heavy, but like no. the flavor's not not too overwhelming. Like saying not too bitter or anything like that. It's actually really good. yeah. I'm gonna the give this beer a uh, hits at the end a little, little yeah, bit, just a perfect just like little bit, 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 little b
but I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna go ahead and give her there a uh, eight point one nine. Oh, eight point one nine. I like Holy it. Holy crap! I mean, might have got a little help from the other beers I had before, but well, you know, hey, what mean, are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do? Take one down. Yeah, you know, I'm not too far behind you. Um, I'm gonna go. Let me take one more sip here. Yeah, take another. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big time on the show. <laughs> that is grinder profile pick. <laughs> <laughs> he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It only took us five takes to get into this episode today. Oh, so not I'm a gonna bad go. I'm gonna go s- seven point six eight. Seven point six eight. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, we're going. We're going three digits here. Okay. Yeah. Get down. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna be a little bit behind that, but that comes from my bias. My bias a little bit. Not the biggest IPA guy, but for an IPA, it's pretty fucking good. So, I'd have to get a high six, like a 6.88. Oh, 6.88. You know, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not if For a non-IPA drinker, that's pretty good. That's pretty so fucking good. What uh, what would you give the old uh, the old Hua Brew that you tried before the show? Oh, oh. <laughs> the, old, the, old, the old hula brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what would wow. you give the old hula brew? Oh, shit, that one was nice. I tell you what. <laughs> no kidding, huh? That one was pretty fucking nice. That ten one, out of ten, huh? Ten out of fucking ten. <laughs> 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 yeah. no, I, no, I, I would no, I would rate it a little higher. I'm not even going to lie. Wow. Uh, that was some good brew. And uh, I've had the hazy IP before. And it tasted damn near the fucking same. Oh, wow. So I'd probably give it a little bit more, about like another seven, seven, nine. Seven, oh, nine. <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> oh, man. We better no. buy a brewery. <laughs> we should buy it. <laughs> you guys did it in the wrong order. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't buying Lakefront. We're buying breweries. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man. So uh, yeah. the Hua Hazy IPA knocks it out of Hell of a job, park. boys. Hell hey, of a job. appreciate that, man. In Copper State's ass. That's Ooh. what I'm talking about. Watch out, boys. Good beer, though. I like this beer. It is good. Yeah. No, very good, good beer. A great beer for the show. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm digging it. I'm, glad, the uh, I'm very surprised we haven't mm. done a Copper State beer yet. I am, too. I swear we had this before, <laughs> but I guess not. So, what? pleasant surprise. Hell yeah. I thought we drank every single craft beer they had at Quick Trip. <laughs> I think we're <laughs> I think we're getting there. Well, there's a f- there's a few I don't think we've had, but just based on like the can, it's like, you know the 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 like the, the it's like a unicorn rainbow yep. IP it's like I r- Fantasy Factory. Fantasy Factory, I, I think. Just, yeah. It just looks I've had it. I don't think it's that bad. I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a fine beer, but for some reason it's just like such a. It's like sweet candy. Yeah, like, I feel like I'm gonna. Dr- yeah. yeah, I'm about to drink like a cotton candy drink. It yeah. doesn't even yeah. feel like a beer, so it's like my my brain doesn't even go like. We'll oh, try that. Grab that. Try beer. that. I'll try that next uh, two weeks or something. 
Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll give it a shot. Real quick. Okay, we can get into this later. Never mind. That, ladies and gentlemen, that was <laughs> episode <laughs> stealing talk for later on in the show. That was episode uh-huh. pack show. Pack, pack show. show. Be excited. Episode thirty three. Beer of the week. Hazy who IPA won the bets off Sheamus' <laughs> ballot. Taking the cake. Max and Million Sheamus. Let's get down with it. Let's get it, man. That's that beer of the week. Keep going. Bitch-ass. Keep the rolling. I like beer cause it is good I drink beer because I should If there was a song to sing I drink beer and beer we bring I drink beer when I am sad yeah. Cause the beer it makes me glad oh. Now there's nothing left to say yeah. So let's go drink beer I want a motherfucking Beer is good, beer is good, beer is good It's good Max, what are you thinking about? Uh, that I made the beer logo But it's on my phone And I can't Exit the uh, the GoPro recording app without oh. it without it uh, so fucking up the record. Less, I really want to show. It. Oh, it's uh, fucking cool. Less, yeah. you should have sent it to me. Can you? No, nah, you can't do anything. I I mean, we could. Ah, do we, we risk could, it? Like pause everything. It'll. It... Well, while we're paused, I have a question. <laughs> we're not paused yet. We're not paused, but no. <laughs> ask but the question, ask please. The question. Ask the question. Go for it, <laughs> please. So is the Goofy Dudes from Wisco the same? Is it the, They're all the same beer. Is it? So that's the the logo on that ki- that was sent with the beer kit. Right. Okay. So me and Max were drinking through this whole bottling process, and we thought it'd be cool to like put our own name to each different bottle. But they're all yeah. the same Tarski. Yeah, they're all the same. One like. one might have a little more pulp. Ah. Like this one is the say, uh, that one that one might be that one's pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's the uh, Rogers Woodley IPA. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We got uh, we got a uh, Hua Hazy IPA. We got Yaman. Yaman. Yeah, <laughs> we got a Let's Go episode twenty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So our um. So we're talking uh, uh, talking weekly challenges. We landed week. on create uh, two weeks ago. We were supposed to create our own beer logo. I fuck. I Carl forgot. I did. I straight up. Max was telling me on the way here because I thought our we were supposed to go to the open mic. Right. I right. thought that was, and then as soon as you said create a beer logo, I was like, yeah, totally spaced. Right. Totally spaced. And I had two weeks to do it. Yeah, and I well, like I said, I was gonna text you, but I just. Thanks a lot, Dick. <clears throat> yeah, I just uh, figured you were a big boy and would remember, but I guess I'm going to have to do a little... Uh, it's but dr- ac- dr- honestly, actually, 33 episodes in, you'd think I'd know, like, no, nah, he probably forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should I've, been lo- I've been reading the dictionary for two <laughs> yeah. weeks, man, trying to fuck... I've been, I read every C word in the dictionary, <laughs> man. Uh, it'll really pay out. But no, yeah, so last week, our weekly challenge, we were going to do create our own beer logos. Max made an awesome one. Uh, that yeah. I haven't seen, and I didn't make one. So, uh, I mean, if we want to do like, uh, like a uh, challenge for me, I guess I'll do a drunken freestyle later or something. We, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, we could do. I'm not eating hot wings. No, that for sure. That was rough. <laughs> was that the last episode we recorded? Was the hot wings? Yeah. Wing? So we, we botched, should talk about that. Yeah. So we last week we botched. We were supposed to do a weekly challenge of cleaning up a park. We were gonna do a trash cleanup through Pampered Park. Yep. And we didn't do it. So, uh, since we didn't do it, we had to order the hottest wings from the bar and eat them on the show. Yep. And I am not a hot 
person. I don't eat hot food. Yeah. And I don't think you I mean your dad's I mean, salsa is the hottest which is hot as fuck, but I'll I like hot food, but I don't like love it, you know? Like I don't I'm not a big like get it as hot as possible. I like a little bit of heat, but nothing overpowering and those hot wings are basically just pure heat. Yeah. Just all I'm like I'm starting to sweat a little bit thinking about it. Are you a hot? Do you like hot food? I'm kind of the same way. You know, you have to be able to enjoy. I don't mind a little spice, but, like, don't fucking burn my fucking taste right. buds yeah, off. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not eating hot foods to fucking sweat my balls off. Especially like, when, like... Spicy flavor. Like, you know, yeah. the flavor. Right. And we're Flavor's eating nice. it trying to talk. Yeah. And, like, we both had five to eat. So, like, my, my like... Uh, you were just trying to put challenge. Down I was like, all right, I'm going to eat all five as fast as I can. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I started, like, swallowing, like, hiccuping. Like, and then I, like, ran ran upstairs to find milk. We only got a <laughs> shot. We got a shot glass yeah. of milk each. Not even. So the rest of the show were just sweating, uncomfortable. The, yeah, I mean, that was – it was brutal. It, it was. I remember the, the first wing, I was like, oh, maybe these aren't, like, the hottest wings not that shabby, they had. Not shit. I was like, these are these like not bad. And then yeah, like the second one goes down and you go, Ooh, I, you start, I fucked up, boys. I, <laughs> Once you start good. getting some air on it, like t- Yeah. But see, like to some people, like they can eat those like it's nothing. Yeah, like no, I watched no some uh podcast host eat like the world's hottest pepper. And he had, like for every minute he didn't drink the milk or throw up he donated like twenty thousand dollars to something. Ah, the old McAfee. Yeah, the old McAfee. But like, just eating those wings, I was like, "How the fuck could you ever do that?" Right. Yeah, that was. Uh, but hey, we. The ne- yeah, yeah. Next so, morning sucked. Next morning sucked. My asshole burned for about yeah. a couple, two, three hours. And I don't. I really don't think I've ever had that happen to me. Where it was me like either. I ate something super spicy, and then it was like. I guess it's just uh, now the other end gets it. It's I think normally, it was basically like reliving it through my asshole yeah. the next morning. It I think sucked. the best like hot experience story is, so his dad makes his salsa every year. And he, your dad, he has like ghost peppers, all the hot peppers in yeah. his garden. Habanero. Yeah. And then all that shit. Before he. Carolina Reapers. Yeah. Before he does whatever, he like cuts him up or. And like dries them or something or does something with them. Jalapeno. Yeah, jalapeno. And so he, after he got done cutting all these peppers, he went to the bathroom. Oh yeah, yeah. And touched his dick. <laughs> yeah. And I guess just <coughs> excruciating, like just even with contact, little ghost pepper cock, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, oh man, not for me. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, you learn your lesson fast. Uh, Glove it up next time. Glove it up. So, since we aren't able to show off your beer logo on the show, Max is going to post it on the Facebook account. Yeah, I'll give it uh, a I'll post it. With this episode. Yep. Um, I didn't do it, so I'll make one for next week, but I'll still do whatever challenge I have to do. Yeah, well, and it was in... The, and I should have texted you because I was just at, like, I made one, and I was just having so much fun with it. And then I just kept thinking of, like, different ideas for other ones, and I just didn't have time to actually, like, create one. But I would think of, like, uh, like Hazy Stew IPA or, or Hazy yeah. Studio. Crack or Table fucking yeah, IPA. Yeah. Or hey, yeah. <laughs> you know? 
I mean, and I would have had a blast with this. Yeah, this is so. what this is like. What I love doing, and I just I totally a hundred percent space and that, out that, of it. And that's also like the other reason I didn't text you is because I was like, I want to be completely surprised. <laughs> yeah, because I'll bring so like I'll I'll be yeah, pumped, yeah. you know. But no, so, I fucking I bit the bullet on this one. But yeah, we'll uh we'll get we'll get it figured out. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe like we'll do uh yeah freestyle later <sighs> in the show. Yeah, Seamus yeah. and I will come up with like ten words. Let's just, uh, let's do it. yeah. Ten words, five and words, maybe you know. Ten, <laughs> w- we'll come up with ten words. And okay. Pick them <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll yeah. do that. We'll do that after uh, Carl versus dictionary. So yeah. By that time, I'll be nice and uh, lubed up, ready, be for ready, it, ready to go. For it. Sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, that, that's the that was that's our weekly challenge update, basically. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. So that's the yeah that was the weekly challenge, and then we got we got some stuff to talk about with the monthly challenge. Yeah, I mean, uh, when did you, when do you want to get into that? You want to get into it now? I don't care. Might as well. I mean, we'll do this, and then you we'll play some bags. Yeah. And then we'll mosey on down to. Yep. Whatever. Oh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We did that beer of the week. A little Copper State tilt, stilt, stilt. Stilt Stepper. Stilt Stepper. Stilt Stepper. We talked a little weekly challenge. We're going to mosey on down to monthly challenge time. Yes, sir. A little yes change sir. of plans. We got Seamus Johnson in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 33 of Hold Us Accountable. So happy to have you here, ladies and gentlemen. Crack a beer. Kick your feet up. Let's have a good time. Ow! Let's talk a little uh, monthly challenge, y'all. Hell yeah, let me pull up the our, uh, who aboard here. So for our monthly challenge, we were going to do, we were planning on doing, um, trying stand-up comedy for the first time. And before we got into it, we thought we would have two options, relatively local, one local option and one option that was a little bit farther away. For open mics. For open mic night, like specifically for open mics. Well, one of the places, the local place, the place here in De Pere, Closed for remodeling, reconstruction, and they're going to be down for a few months. So we decided that Keep passing them. the only, <laughs> if our only place is out in Appleton, 36 minutes away, we could do it, we could do it like once a week, you know, but it just like, it didn't feel right. <laughs> uh, it didn't feel right to no. like drive all the way out to Appleton um, and not that that's that far, but more so like for me, honestly, I I I wanted to s- start at a smaller scale. I, I that was me. That's ex- yeah, start at a smaller scale, feel a little bit more comfortable, at, a little more at home, like where I'm at. Like, hey, if we, for me, if I'm gonna travel thirty minutes to go to a comedy club, that I mean, they have big acts. It's a it's pretty well known place with big acts. I wanted. I mean, I wanted to start a little smaller, a little more comfortable, and that was my thought. Yeah, and I, I'm kind of right there with you because the other thing with the the green room is that their open mic night is like open for all kinds of like guitar. You can do all kinds of stuff, so it's not there's not like so much pressure into like all right, this is like everyone's got to be funny. Like this yeah. is like a. It was more like I really kind of the same thing. Get your feet wet. Feel what it's like to see people and talk like two people and try to 
try to be funny to Yeah, and also a big thing with me and you, which we kind of talked about earlier starting this podcast, is we always, we sometimes have a way of um, getting our feet a little bit too wet at first. Right. You know, maybe maybe going knee deep before we go, you know, just get toes wet. Right. And uh, for this, uh, it was honestly a big thing with this, and it might sound like bitching out in a sense, but, like, for me, it was like, I want to start a smaller local crowd at a joint that's not that like you said exactly where it's going to be different types of acts it's not i'm going up against a bunch of people who are getting a bunch of laughs like i want to go into a place where i'm a little comfortable at least getting on stage and trying it out instead of just going up after some guy who's been doing it i don't know no i i'm right there with you i don't it makes sense it makes sense yeah and Dude, it's and fucking scary, man. Well, thinking about it, <laughs> and it do, it's not like um, it was like I feel good about kind of bailing out on doing what we said we were gonna do. It's a weird feeling, like um, uh, in terms of like trying to put your best foot forward, but also you don't want to like you don't want to not do something just because it's not the perfect timing or perfect situation. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like if we can think it, about it and if, be smart about if it. If I would if I would have known that the green room was going to be under construction, you know, if I would have known this a uh, month ago, I wouldn't have. I probably would have been like, "Well, let's hold off on stand up until you know they're up and running again." And I mean, it's not like we're bailing on any anything. We're just we're taking a route we want to take, right? And in between that, I mean, first of all, it gives us more time to kind of prepare. Uh, I mean, because I remember when we first brought up this comedy thing, I was like, all right, what can I talk about? And I was like, oh, you know, all I can think about is like going to the Golden Nugget up in Florence or, you know, all the stories of my friends. And I'm like, okay, that's super raunchy. And like, I don't know if everybody's going to find us trying to get somebody to fart in Stockholm's face. Like, I didn't think everybody's going to find that funny. And then, like, once I kind of broke it down, I'm like, okay, well, I can tell, fam- like, stories about, like, me growing up with my family. Like, you know, or me, like, yeah. that are still funny. And then kind of ease into our, uh, you know, yeah. stories like that. Like, I just, I need more time to think about it and actually think and act out. Exactly. And that I would like to try it more than once or twice. I would yeah. like to do it at least three times. Yeah, I and would I, too. I, and I really did feel like an apple, like, I don't think I would be able to do it three times in a row going out to, like, let's just, on top of doing this, then on, then Wednesday night, we'd have to plan out an entire night of driving there, signing up, waiting. Who knows how you might not get your two minutes of open mic time until yeah. 11 o'clock at night. It's just better and planning. Yeah, so... But also, like you said, fuck it. Who cares what you talk about? I mean, your people are up there. Say whatever you want. Yeah. Oh yeah. I oh, mean, sure. it, I just think for me, like, yeah, I just need to. I got to get my feet a little wet before, like, and I, like I said, I'd like to do a couple at green room and then see where that goes. And yeah, so we'll you know, we'll get there. We'll do it. See how um, grimy we can get. You know, shame is dragging me out of the lake. Or well. Glad you're here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you guys could do something like that. You know, could do a couple, too, at the green room and then build up to the old app. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great, that's a good idea. Like, do know, two at the green room, the third, the, our third go Big at shebang. It <laughs> you don't tell our locals at yeah. the green room <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> travel down to the Appleton <laughs> spot. 
Oh, you fuckers <laughs> liked us out there. You know, I was. I next next Wednesday, Skyline. <laughs> I remember talking to my dad. I was like, "There's no way the Skyline Comedy Club can be like packed on a Wednesday night." And my dad just kind of laughs and he's like, "What do you mean, like?" That's the day of the week where people, like, start drinking. Like, if everybody's going out. The Wednesday night's the start of that. Oh, you know, start at the at the comedy club Wednesday. Then we really hit the bars Thursday and Friday. It's like, everybody's going to be there. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, and especially, like, now that everything's, like, open, open. And there's huge comics coming. To yeah. The, like, Skyline, Skyline. is just jamming this yeah. week. Yeah. Just this month, really. Yeah. Brian months. Regan's going to be there. There's Big J. Okerson. Big J. Like, Okerson's yeah. going to be there's there. Like, there's big ass. Yeah, there's big names. Yeah. And who's going to open for him? Old Stumpy <laughs> and Baldy coming <laughs> up hot. <laughs> Perfect time to get famous, boys. Perfect time to get famous. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, it just didn't feel like the, you know, the right situation to try some open mics. And it... Dude, crazy to think that there's one bar in Green Bay that does open mic. Like, all of these bars that do, like, karaoke, they can't just do, like, one night. Like, on Monday, uh, a bar can't just be, like, Monday's open mic night. Like, I don't know, maybe we'll get I a mean, few extra people in. Too many, I mean, too I know. Too many drunk fucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot True. of people who do open mics, but, like, a, not necessarily dedicated to comedy. I mean, um... Narrow Bridge Brewery out in Howard does open mic every Thursday, which is I've been there a couple times. It's always just music. I've never, but I don't know if it's really. Well, that's what I mean. Like I never. There's, there's no one, clubs. It's not just one place. Like you drive over just to get over here. You drive past ten bars, and like not one of them on a Monday night just wants to throw up a mic and be like, "Yeah, if someone people want to just try some stand up." And this like, is where your thought came in great, where you're like, "Not a lot of people do this. What if we started something? You know, what if we got together yeah. a group like, hey, this is an open mic for.' But, but I I also know a lot of places to like poetry and shit. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, like I don't know. I, I maybe there's not a lot of stand up comics around Yond. Come on, come on, you know. What I mean? well, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I don't. I'm not saying that um, they would, you know, uh, be like expecting a bunch of stand up. Com- but what I mean is that just there's not one bar that's just like, yeah, we got a, a mic on on a, like a Monday when there's no like literally not many people go to the bars on Mondays. It's more of a dead day. They're not just like, yeah, there's a mic. Maybe it'll bring in like two extra people. Oh. Open mic at St. Mike's. Oh! Hey, <laughs> dude, we should he talk would be done, dude. He's we got a stage and shit. He does, dude. We'd have to start it out though. That'd, we we'll get like one person dope. a night, dude. We, we just talk make to mic. Him and yeah. Just be like, hey, can we just throw up a microphone and just open it, mic it, at St. Mike's? Yeah. Oh, big time. It's too fucking catchy. You cannot. Can't yeah, you can't. We not gotta at least try. We gotta at least try. I'll talk to him on Dude, Thursday. Especially think of how much more comfortable we would be trying. Oh, super comfortable. And, at, at think about how fucking drunk we would be too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 a dollar beers. All right, I'll have. Th- I'll give you a ten bucks, Mike, do, and do then I'll go up on stage. What joke you want me to tell? <laughs> sure, sure, why not? I love this bar. Yeah, yeah that'd be a, that's not a bad, <laughs> not place a bad to try idea. It. All right, yeah. well, I'll see him on Thursday, so I'll talk to him about it. Shoot him a little. Uh, see me, yeah. see if he's there. Usually, he's, usually he's t- he's taking a nap, but at like ten or like till ten, so I gotta catch him at a good time. I bet you he'd come up on stage. Oh, absolutely. Say Mike man. would love to get up and tell a joke or two. Absolutely, absolutely. 
we get. I bet he's pretty funny. Oh fuck! He's yeah. like a black belt in karate. He's got so many fucking stories. Dude, at the, the time, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Me neither. Like, I remember he told told us a story when he was out at a wrestling match, and he ended up putting somebody in a chokehold, and it's endless stories over at Saber. <laughs> he could just get up on stage. People just tip him to tell stories. Literally. He fucking got up at or fucking German Fest or yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> I forget. Oh, up man. on stage singing the songs. Oh, man. Yeah, St. Michael's Pub. If anybody's listening, you got you need a good uh, dive bar to go to. St. Mikey's Pub. Legendary. On Riverside. Legendary. It's been there since 1984 is Ooh. when that pub opened up. And previously he owned BB's, which was uh, Boomer's, Boomer's Bar. Uh, that's... That one's still going on. Yeah, the person who bought it from him had... Mikey started it because they call him Boomer. Or maybe his name's Boomer or Middle... I don't fucking know, but... And then, yeah, whoever whoever came up upon, like behind him had the same initials, so they just kept BBs. Yeah, fuck yeah. With a dollar on the jukebox. Dollar on the songs. jukebox, you get unlimited songs. <laughs> oh, what is it? Like... like uh, Two dollar mixers. Two dollar mixers. <laughs> fucking... Fifty cent fucking beers no, or fifty cent pool. And you don't got you don't even fucking dare tipping the guy. Don't tip don't the guy. Do not don't tip the guy. Try. You go to he has a whole like board behind the bar that's uh tips that people have left that he tacks up there and he puts their name, the date they were there, and so when they come back he can pay for his beers from the tips they he was left. What a guy. What a, what a guy. What a, a fucking guy. Well, so, okay, um, so let's talk about what we're going to do kind of instead of right. uh, comedy. Comedies, it's not debt. We're th- it's it's wor- it's an, a, a progress. Rain check. Yeah, rain check, but we're we're uh, thinking about it. We're and figuring out what we're going to do. And I don't know about you, but, I, like, I'll think of, like, a random thought and just be like, oh, that might be something I could try to. Oh, yeah, every day. Not her down. Yeah. So. Fuck the the hard thing is when you think everything might be funny, you're like, oh, this might that could be funny. Oh, that could be funny. And the you're thing like, about wait, it, everything can't be funny. You're an idiot. I mean, the thing about when you think about it, it's like even, you got to make it funny. Like it, right. a thought can sound stupid, but you got to make it funny. True, true. And it's being able to make it funny, which is the which is the key. But so in so since we're kind of putting in lieu in lieu. We're kind of putting uh, stand up on the on the side burner for now, but um, kind of a big thing is we're we got ideas for possible new studio, new stew area. Yep, new. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna be moving into a house here in a couple weeks, and there's a whole unfinished basement with a whole unfinished amount of potential down oh. yonder. There's a whole lot of stew potential. Whole lot of stupid potential in the basement, um, and it would just it would be it would be just fun to, um, you know, it's like an empty, uh, empty place for us to create our own place from the ground up, right? And to just really make it feel like our own, really put. I mean, we've got pretty much all our touches in here, right? But yeah. like, even more so. Um, I mean, just. Have a little bit more room for guests. Like, if we have Connor back, he can bring his guitars and really splay yeah. them out. We can get a few more cameras, maybe, and just can create the space how we want it. You know, yeah. we can, you know, we, we're, we'll we uh, plaster the walls. We can have artists come in, do whatever they want. It's our space. Right. We can we can create it in, in the shape and the form 
However, we want it to make it comfortable to us. Exactly. Another thought I had for you. So, um, I love this table. I love the setup we have. And I like I've just thought about different ideas that we could sit. But I have you have you thought about that at all? Like maybe how to be a different setup of how we sit from each other. Maybe a little more spread out. I love the table, but yeah, like I, maybe make another table. Oh, is that what you're getting at? Or yeah, no? I mean, just yeah, make. I don't. I like uh, looking like I was telling you. I I watch a lot of different podcasts just to see studio setups, and I mean, a lot of people like. Uh, have it more spread out, you know, somebody sitting at a desk and a person over here at a table where they're a little more spread out. I don't know if it helps with acoustics or with whatever yeah. works. I mean, I like this, but. Yeah, because you, you also see somewhere they're like right across from each other. Exactly, like Joe Rogan's a lot like that, right? Yeah, Rogan's, I mean, Segura's. Um, yeah. But, and, but one of the things that people are like spread out from is there's like the people talking and kind of like on the camera and then there's the, like the behind the scenes guys yeah, who yeah, are yeah. like running the equipment running tech whatever they do i don't know producing i don't know what the fuck that means yeah. but that's what they're doing apparently so and that's what we got james here yeah, for yeah maybe future Seamus. producer catch me in the corner drinking beers <laughs> yeah, <catch> yeah. <laughs> exactly. but like it would be i get what you i get what you're saying like we could have like a uh, like a badass little like producer spot. Yeah. And, like, fucking trick out a little spot. Yeah. Make a camera. Dope. Yeah. Put a camera right on it. Yeah. They can switch to that. Producer every... shame. Boop. Yeah. And then we're looking at you. Right. Uh, he's just hammered, just pressing buttons. Did I I press the right button. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Shane. <laughs> yeah. We just throw beer yeah. cans at him the whole episode. <laughs> I think that I I do like I like um. Yeah. I mean, personally, I think. A little bit closer is okay. I like. I mean, I love this setup. I, yeah. yeah. I just. I was picking and choosing. But I, picking I do ideas. think it would be cool to have like a spot, like a spot, a des- spot designated yeah. for our, you know, our the pr- hopefully producer. Yeah. Give me a spot. <laughs> Give me wink. a spot. Make me a room at the table. <laughs> wink. Wink. Give me wink. a stand. Wink. Yeah. You wink, know. Wink. We'll make uh, you a plate, buddy, if you're yeah. willing to eat. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tell you what, I tell you what, we will make you play. Yeah, but and if you could grab me another one of these stilt steppers, that'd be fantastic. Oh man! And like, I mean, my thing is like, Don't mind if I do. Just Thank you. just having a, just like, the pride in creating, building our own spot. I mean, yeah. I am so grateful for the uh, this space. I mean, we, right. you know, we were will, we were given this space to do whatever the fuck we want with it. Right. To build whatever make we wanted it, out yeah, of here make and it our own. And I mean. Another thought with another studio is if it's at my house, Max doesn't have to pick me up every day. Right. And it's right down the road from it's just a little more convenient, but then we can also build it to a size we want it and just kind of do whatever the fuck we want because we're given yeah. the opportunity to the landlord, uh, big uh, mustache ride guy there, Tom Tom, basically said, you know, build however the fuck you want, do whatever you want. Yeah. And, you know. If so it yeah. sucks, we knock her down, build newer. So, you know, that's what we're kind of thinking um, our monthly challenge will be this month. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah is that's like, what we're getting into. <laughs> is is building, this, like taking the time to frame out a section. Start it, by planning. Right. Plan something. Don't just put up. Not I mean, just to build walls. Right. Like, <laughs> just like, ah. Let's build a fucking maze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> build a build a mirror maze to get into this do every guest like come on in bud <laughs> you can get in but if you're too drunk to get back out shit out of luck <laughs> we'll put, put we some bunkers in <laughs> oh, right, right there'll be dead ends with bunk beds in yeah. Like, oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. ah shit all right but hey, you got a whole cooler full of beer of the week <laughs> yeah. yeah no i i so that's like an idea for this month's uh, monthly challenge is to like take the time to plan out uh, framing up the basement f- or uh, framing up a section maybe. First, at first we start with a blueprint. Blueprint. Figure out how yeah. to do one of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, uh, how cool would it be if we had like, so first uh, producer Seamus, you know how they have like uh, the the big glass. Oh, yeah. Windows, then you sit on the other Set side. Set me up. Yeah, yeah me we'll up. just put a fucking fridge back there with like forty bush lights every episode. You just gotta, you just gotta know what you're doing, though. I'm not gonna know what the fuck I'm doing. Exactly, you're fired. Too All right, <laughs> so, <laughs> but we'll just put the glass up so it looks <laughs> like you know. We'll just put the glass just on. Seamus will be sitting right on the other side, right, of right by yeah. us. Just put a camera <laughs> like, on me. I don't know what's going on in there, so <laughs> I'm gonna sit out here. Seamus, <laughs> switch the camera. Ah, yeah. Pass me a beer. It's gonna be just great. On you guys nah, today. It's, it's gonna be great. It's gonna, it's be, gonna great. be great. <laughs> yeah. So Seamus, yeah, he says he knows how to do all that stuff. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, this is an exciting month. It's a creative, a creative kind of laid back. Um, we get to sit. We'll really like bust down and try and write something up, try and plan something, yeah. and we'll get together with people who know how to fucking frame. Right. I know how to frame, but I don't, I've never built, a, like, a room. Right. It's like so if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And so I think a big thing for us is, like, I think phase one, really sit down there, figure out where in the basement we're going to do it, how we want it, and try and figure out somebody who can make that plan become realistic. In all oh, seriousness, yeah. that <laughs> might be I, the best plan you've ever come up with, Carl. I, I haven't I, heard a lot. Not a, not a lot of things that come out of your mouth make a lot of sense. But that, <laughs> he's that been one, listening to a lot of them too. That, you that know, for a lot made of some years. Good, sense. good for you. <laughs> all right, so we uh, repeat that. So, <laughs> God damn it, I said right. it's so nice. You for, did. So we're gonna buck. We're gonna we're gonna go into the basement. We're gonna figure out what our our plan is. Our our kind of dream setup. And, you know, kind of draw it out in our own uh, non-framing mind, but as best as we can. And then get in contact with somebody who can kind of put that together and, I mean, knows, you know, the the do's and don'ts of framing and um, kind of tell us, give us a little plan of attack of how we can actually make what we want come to life. And obviously we'll talk to the owners of the household to see if that's okay with them. But by the sound of it, yeah, dude's got a mustache now. He sounds like he's pretty fucking gung ho for whatever goes on what in the name? basement or in his fucking mouth. So mustache ride, Tom Tom. All right, uh, so we better mose. Uh, so I really gotta pee, so I'm wait, I'm go, waiting to no, transition. Sure, go, that's um, no, go to the bathroom. I'll uh, you guys talk. Yeah, we'll just and then we'll mosey on down up. to bag toss. Yeah, down. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, cheers, brother. Cheers. Um and uh when Carl gets back before we mosey down to Bag Toss Town too soon. We gotta get some stories out of you. We gotta oh. get this caffeine story. Uh. And uh and uh shoots, what was the other one? There was another one. Ah shoots. Maybe oh, it'll come to me with the caffeine. You know. 
I've gotten fucked up plenty of nights. I've drinking enough booze, enough beers. It is what it is. But you ever get too fucked up off of fucking caffeine before? <laughs> I mean, I've had nights where I just couldn't fall asleep because I was like, ah, I drank a five-hour energy at like five. You ever sitting in bed at five a.m. shaking, sweating? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Yeah, nah, well, nah. you know. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Let me tell you about a time. So the, how how long ago was this? This was just like oh, a few. Oh, this was like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm retired. Begin, <laughs> begin pretty fucked up, you know. You know how it goes. And, uh, you know, I was drinking one night. And, you know, I was feeling pretty tired. You know, you don't like to feel tired when you're drinking because oh. you keep drinking, you get just Wait, more you tired. So well why not drink bed. a little bit of Red Bull? Oh. Well, why Absolutely. stop at a fucking little? Yeah. <laughs> you <But> know <laughs> No, so you know what I I decide I decide to have uh you know one Red Bull drink, you know, just give me a little pep in sure. my step. So right? just just one Red Bull or like a Red Bull vodka? Just like a little Red Bull vodka. Right. Okay. okay. Well that's where we started, all right. Right. That's where we started. And uh that was my little pep in the step and then I was drinking with one of my buddies and for some goddamn reason he fucking loves Vegas bombs, baby. Oh, well, but they are make, delicious. No, I'm sorry. Cherry bombs. Oh, cherry oh, bombs. Oh, cherry, cherry bombs. bombs are delicious I'm a big well, cherry bomb bombs guy. all fucking night. So, you know, I, you know, me big and strong, you know, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> big muscle <laughs> shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, call you tubby a little bit of Red Bull goes a long ways, <laughs> boys. Well, so I had one little Red Bull drink. We'll just start there, and then we start drinking the cherry, cherry bombs. bombs. You know, the cherry bombs. They go down like juice. Cherry bombs. Like juice, yeah, like morning juice with All cereal. fucking night, boys. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and, you know, we're doing a little bit of bar hopping, you know, cherry bomb to cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, <laughs> I go to this one bar and I ran into uh, one of the bartenders, a girl I used to go to, went to, or went to high school with. And she's like, oh, my God, is you? Yeah, all that bullshit. Right. Whatever. She was like, "Oh, let me get you this. Hands me a snorkel, right? You guys know what snorkels are." Explain Carl's to the. Explain to. Yeah, I figured that out. Explain to well, the audience. Well, you know, normally they do them. It's like a little Red Bull can. You open it up like you're gonna shotgun it. You pour a little out. Pour a little vodka in it. Right, you know, right, Normal right. is normal can be. She <laughs> hands me a big fucking Red Bull can. The oh, BF no. fucking C. Oh no. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I'm like. Ten fucking cherry bombs deep, and now I'm about to do like, and th- I didn't do one. I may have done two. Oh my! Two snorkies. Two snorkies. But I'm sure at that first you're like, oh fuck yeah, to give it to me. You know, I, I looking back, I would have just, you know, if I knew Seamus, <laughs> I would just, I would have looked at him in the eyes and said, Seamus. I know Seamus. I would have told you to do it. Don't <laughs> fucking do it, bud. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm two fucking snorkels deep and fucking ten cherry bombs fucking deep, and I am shaking. Oh. That's about that's about probably you probably drink like five energy drinks within. I don't. For reference, too, I don't. I don't drink energy drinks for a reason. Oh, I don't do it. You a coffee my drinker? God, barely. Oh, oh my man. God. Yeah. So how'd this end up? Well, you know, so I'm sitting at the bar, and I'm looking everybody in the eyes. I'm like, I'm not good. Like, I'm not okay. Like, I'm fucked up right now, but I'm not drunk. Right. I'm (laughs) shaking. I'm shaking like a leaf on a tree. (laughs) 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 And, uh... So, you know, the night goes on, and everybody's like, are you good? I'm like, no, I'm fucking... Yeah, I'm fine. It's okay. (laughs) 
And uh, I go home, like, you know, it's just perfect. I'm going to go to fucking bed, lay down. And, uh, <laughs> well, bed doesn't fucking happen. You know, you don't fucking fall asleep after fucking <laughs> Texas. <laughs> I'm sitting in my goddamn bed. Contemplating every fucking thing that's happened in my goddamn fucking life. <laughs> Not just that night or that past week or month. That's every every interaction. Oh, I every, know I shouldn't have done that on my fourth grade every, field trip. Every, Son of a bitch. Every single thought I've had in my life is flying through my brain at a million miles an hour. And I'm sitting in my bed about five o'clock in the morning, shaking, sweating. Fucking thinking, I just, you know, maybe I should go to the fucking hospital because this isn't okay. <laughs> this like, this isn't not right. I'm sitting in my fucking bed at five o'clock mor- morning, googling. I drank too much Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? With He's like, oh, you probably have caffeine poison. I'm like, that, I've never fucking heard of that before. See that or cardiac arrest? Right. Literally, <laughs> I was my heart. I, my could I thought my heart was beating so fast I went to feel it. I couldn't fucking feel it. It didn't fucking exist. I swear to fucking God. And I'm like, I'm trying to decide what the fuck to do. And I started, you know, throwing up because I was just like, I was throwing up. I was like, so fucking just right. like. Get it out of me. Just Get all work. Yeah. Everything. It was already in me, though. It was. <laughs> it, it wasn't coming back out. It was already in me. So I'm sitting here almost like 5, 36 o'clock going for a speed walk. And that was like the one oh. time I felt okay when I'm fucking. Chugging down the fucking street. Olympic speed walk. <laughs> it's one foot in the morning. One foot down Shable, in the time. Why are you going for a jog? Uh, mom, you know, just got to get a jog mom, in. Got to burn those cows. Burn those cows. My burn, mom's burn, burn, probably burn, looking burn. out her window. She's like, this motherfucker hasn't worked out a day in a single fucking life. <laughs> it's six o'clock in the goddamn morning. What is he doing it's in the street? Six o'clock in the morning. He's benching 350 pounds. <laughs> He's squatting, oh. <laughs> he's squatting, he's going three, three point against the cows. <laughs> no, dude, I'm just tipping fucking cows. Out oh man. Oh, but it, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was. Uh, so when'd you come down? Uh, it was about a day later. No. Oh, <laughs> so my God. I, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, oh, l- oh, let me uh, just preface this too. I had just gotten my first vaccine shot that day too. When oh, I decided to get oh. the COVID <laughs> coke run, the, the old <laughs> COVID coke run. Yeah. So uh, I was feeling all COVID types of COVID and Red Bull, please. Yes, uh, I was feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. I didn't realize at the hospital when they. Give you the COVID shot, you get a vodka Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a vaccine and a snorkel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why we'll not make it fucking <laughs> two? Just to make sure you're feeling good before you leave, take this cherry bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little pep in your step. I heard it makes you a little drowsy. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so uh, so I do my speed walks and uh, I'm all <laughs> fucked up. And of course, you know it's like the it's like the one fucking day in my fucking life where my dad's like, "Hey, I really need you to help me out this morning at the fucking <laughs> shop." And I look him down the eyes like, "Dad, I don't think I can do it." <laughs> I was like, "I will try, but I don't think I can fucking do it." And I'm just fucking sitting there pacing back and forth in this fucking workshop, <sighs> and he's like. You need to go lay down, son. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm fucked up, Dad. Was <laughs> that the time he put his hand on your shoulder and looked at you like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> One snorkel is enough, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it was a fucking riot. And then uh, I will, I was supposed to work that day. Well, I didn't work that day. Is that uh, when you reti- <laughs> is that when you retired? Well, pretty damn near close. <laughs> so, 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 uh. I was about to call in the fucking work because, like, you know, this is like at four o'clock in the afternoon. I thought maybe it got would have got a little bit better. Right. 
It fucking didn't. It only got worse. Of course. Because uh, uh, your body is like, okay, you're I, crashing I, at this point. It, oh. You're crashing, but you're also like, I can't be crashing, so I have to, I have to be up. I think I was like levitating. Right. I was, I was, I was, you were I was on a pretty different much fucking floating at this point. The mind and the body were not together. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was, I was not feeling well, and I was like, you know what? I, would, I, uh, I should probably call in the fucking work. You know, you know, that's what the honest person would do when right. you're that fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you have when you can't feel your heart beating anymore, <laughs> when you can't even feel your hand over your chest <laughs> or your hand touching your chest. When you're sitting in your bed at five o'clock in the morning, Googling, I drank too much Red Bull. <laughs> what do I do? Uh, no, but I was about to fucking call in the work and I'm like dialing the fucking number. I'm like, you know, I'm like, can I do it? Can I not? My fucking boss calls me. Lo and behold, my fucking boss calls me. I'm like, well, this is fucking odd. I was just about to call you, bud. Uh, he calls Yo, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> you know, and, uh, hey, did you have a Red Bull today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, two, three. <laughs> uh, Bless a snorkel, you know. I tried to get above water. Couldn't do it. <laughs> just getting hyped for the night, boss. <laughs> um, you know, but he fucking calls me. And, uh, you know, I was working as a sushi chef at the time, you know. And uh, there's only three sushi chefs, so it was me. Oh, it's <laughs> kung fu fishing. Chopping the feet. He calls me. He's like, oh, just so you know, Akko just called in sick. You need to come in early. Oh. Ooh, I was shit. like, oh. <laughs> Little do you know. I was like, sure. I was like, well, that's funny because I was just about to tell you, I'm also <laughs> calling in sick, <laughs> and he's like, oh, so are you coming in? And I was like, I'm gonna try, and oh. I, fu- uh, I fucking tried. Yeah, how, how long did you make it? I fucking walked in that door, and the other sushi chef saw me. He said, "Go the fuck home. You should not fucking be here." <laughs> So I walk to the front office. I open up his door, and I'm I'm like sweating bullets. I like I'm I am drenched in sweat just from driving there. Oh my I god! I don't know how I made it there. Oh my god! I was shaking, and uh, I was like, "Hey man, I can't fucking do it. <laughs> I just I can't fucking do it. I'm about to fucking throw up." Tip your like, "Hey man, I can't fucking do it. I get a lot of them really bad." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> hey, "I can't like, fucking do it." Hey man, I can't do this right now. <laughs> I know. Well, your boss service. Hey man, I can't do this right now. I'm gonna throw up. Get it. It's like uh, it's like in Yes Man when he drinks all those Red Bull and then tries to go do the <laughs> yoga photography. Literally. <laughs> you ever have a Red Bull? I, I just had a Red Bull. It's really great. You should have a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fucked oh, up though. Man. I uh, I went home promptly and on the way home I was just like, this is not. Did okay, you try right. any uh the Lord's Chiba to calm me down or this was in process of preparing for a new uh, no work uh, source? I probably did. Don't quite remember. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty fucked up. There was a lot of things happening. And, uh, yeah, I I went home and I just sweat and shook in my bed for the next four hours until I just inevitably just crashed. How did you feel the next morning? I slept for like a day and a half. swear to fucking God. I slept for like 16 hours. Probably just woke up like... 
Wet, okay. sweat from all the sweat in my bed, <laughs> right, like right. in a fucking puddle. You probably could have like drenched your sheets out in your mouth. It oh. would have been like a snorkel whoa. all over again. <laughs> whoa, whoa, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I learned from that night. We're, oh, we're not man. doing. We're not doing. Weren't you anymore. doing snorkels with me that night? Nope. I looked you dead in the eyes, like Carl. I can't fucking do those, buddy. <laughs> I'm not gonna like, lie to you, man. Carl. I've learned my fucking lesson. I can't fucking do those. Buddy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I did that one snorkel, and I went outside, and I. I, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I wanted one for some reason. I took one hit, and all of a sudden I got, like, cold and started, like, shaking outside. And I, like, told Lexi, I'm like, yeah, it's time to go home. I didn't yeah. feel good either. And that was one. You took, like, 47 that night. So, hey, I'm glad you made it, man. Well, we're here, and, uh... <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, my God, dude. I, we've had those, We've all had those nights where you just, like... Just whatever goes down Just goes down. I didn't know you could her. get so fucked up off of caffeine before, though. Yeah, oh. I mean, <laughs> caffeine and booze together, man. And a little COVID. It's and a little <laughs> COVID, <laughs> man. And a little bit. So, needless to say, you're never getting fucked COVID. Oh, I'm immune. I'm a <laughs> fucking. I'm, I'm immune, invincible. Yeah. I'm immortal. Oh man. Yeah, that's uh. It's so nice having you on the show because. I've never, I, I'm never around like my friends during the show, so there's never anybody saying fuck as much as I usually say fuck. Fuck, <laughs> fuck yeah. So like, fuck. It's nice to have you here, but I'm uh, glad you made it through that, dude. I really am. Yeah, that's. I wasn't sure. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't yeah, I didn't realize how but, uh, much about. Over here, over here. Hey. Hey, yeah. Uh, no, we've been there, man. I well, th- it's. I'm t- th- booze and and the caffeine is fun. It is. I enjoy it's fun it. for. Cocaine, cocaine, (laughs) 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 but I mean it's only it's like and then you know, man, in like in college when you can just go like a few days at a time and like don't matter, it's you know, and then you get older and you think like you could still do it. You're like, oh, I remember like I did this, I I I can do it, and then you 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 try to do it one time like you used to do it back in the day. Some of the shit we did at thirty three sixty nine, man, like I I will never be able to do any of that shit again in my life. Fuck no. Fuck. Oh man, I can't hang anymore. I can't hang anymore either, dude. Hang anymore. No, and it it sucks because you learn it, you gradually like learn it, like. You just kind of get older, and your hangovers get worse, and you're just like, ah, fuck. Just, all right, I'll take one day, and then that is like, oh, day and a half, oh, and two days. And you're like, all right, I just can't waste two days of my life. Dude, this motherfucker introduced me to a lot of stuff in my life. All right, well, tell him all my dirty little fucking secrets, Carl. Go on. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, we, got, we got a lot of episodes for that. <laughs> yeah, we do. We, we do. We do. We do. All right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's uh, mosey on down. I was going to tell some Lucy stories, but let's mosey on down <laughs> oh. to Bag Toss Town, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Yeah. Right, hey, we're thankful. Let's uh, say our P's and T's to Seamus Johnson. We're glad you're here. Glad you're healthy. Glad that Red Bull didn't take you out. Glad to be here, boys. Glad to be here. Max, you want to play a little bit? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm glad for that story because that was great. Yeah, man. it was awesome, man. I need to shame him for bringing that story in. Hell, was, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, that was get just some bag toss. Let's get let's some toss, bag toss, man. Toss some bag, huh? I'm going to do uh, let's, let's toss a little bag, huh? Let's try this one out, huh? Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we waking up in the morning? Let's try this one out, huh? All right, ladies and gentlemen, Seamus Johnson tell his stories. That's Seamus Johnson from Notre Dame Academy. We're back. We're going to play a little bag toss. This is episode 33 of Holes Accountable. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's go. Drinking a little Copper State, a little Stilt Stepper. 
Hope you guys are doing good. Hope you guys are feeling groovy. Let's get down to it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, episode 33, me and Max going to play some bag toss. We got Seamus Johnson on the commentary. Getting scary. His face is looking hairy. Max looking bald. Shut up. Toss these bags. All right, fuck it. <laughs> All right, episode 33, bag toss. Max, what are you up? I am up 14 to 8. 14 to 8. Yes, sir. Toss first. Him up. One on the board. One in the hole for Max. Two on the board for Carl. Two on the board for Max. Three on the board for Carl. One in the hole for Max. So two I got, on the board for so Max. I got two points out of that. Max is a Max is a <laughs> Straight ballin'. <laughs> Carl makes it in. Three points for Carl, see if Max can cancel him out. Oh, we did the dirty. Zero, zero. Carl overshoots. In the hole for Max. On the board for Carl. Max sinks all fucking three. Eight points for Max. None for Carl. Five for Max, sorry. Minus. Math is hard, ladies and gentlemen. Me, so it's 21 to 8. <laughs> Not how you start, it's how you finish. That's what, uh, did somebody. Hell yeah! Woo! What a, what a round of toss here, huh, bud? Yeah, not too what shabby, a, not too shabby. What a good round, huh? Hey, yeah, good round. <laughs> good round. You know, I, I was trying out my new glasses. Couldn't see much. <laughs> saw that buffalo tracing you. All Why right, it's uh, two boards over there. 88 to 4, Max. God, I, I need, I'm going to get, like, another brewery tour out of this or something. Uh, yeah, might stack them up before <laughs> this shit ends. Thanks. No, hey, hey, it's a long, it's only 20. We're playing to 61. Ah, uh, so yeah, it's not how you start. It's not, the, definitely not over yet. The bottle but, finish. Um, nice to have three bags, though, huh? Nice to have three bags, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh, episode 33. Oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. me, Max, and Seamus out here. In episode 33, we had a little bag toss. We're having fun, ladies and gentlemen. We're having you gotta fun. be careful with that mic, young buck. Young buck, gotta be careful with that mic. Oh, yeah. Remember my first time on the mics? Yeah, it was a, it was a cold day in December. <laughs> Snow was falling. The drinks were flowing. Drinks were flowing? Nah. Street lights were on. I thought, let me get in the studio and uh, get on the mic a little bit. Spit a little ones and twos. Carl started drinking the booze and then. Uh, he said, hey, y'all a bunch of fools. I'm going to get out of here. It's too cold. I need to get on a cruise. Somewhere down in the Bahamas. 
Checking out the pretty mamas. Get them spitting on me like llamas. <laughs> Sowing my seed like a farmer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to get everything set back up here. We got a little mental health talk coming. We got jokes coming. We got a little Richard Pryor talk coming. Uh, we got some more shit talk coming. Carl versus the dictionary. Carl's got to do a little freestyle. We got, we got more show coming. Stay tuned. We're going to get it all set back up. Here we go. Episode 33. So we played a little bag toss. Max is up. Max, give me that score. 21 to 8. Oh, man. You know, Max is uh, keeping his lead. He's been kicking my ass in a lot of these table games, but it's not how you start, Seamus. It's about how you finish. Hey, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> come back. Come back, King, baby. Come, come back, back, King. King. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, back in action. We're going to... Uh, I have no idea what the fuck we're going to do na- next, Max. What are we going to do? We got, all, we, got all, we got all kinds of things uh, we can do here. We can... Uh, Kick it to a little bit of. I mean, we could do a little uh, comedy history talk. We could talk a little uh, Richard Pryor. Oh, we got to roll dice for our weekly challenge. Oh, yeah, let's start with that, huh? Yeah, we got to check out the uh, weekly challenge grid, huh? All right, we're going to keep this music playing softly in the background. Max, you won like every fucking time we play anything, so you go Uh, ahead and roll, bud. uh, Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, uh, is there anything on here we gotta take off? We gotta take off Create Our Own Beer logo. Yeah. And we should put on here instead. Seamus, give us a weekly challenge. Something to do during the week. A weekly challenge. Sing karaoke, baby. Sing karaoke. karaoke. Alright, little karaoke, little karaoke night. So me, Max, and Seamus were walking to the park one night, you know. Stumbled upon this one guy drinking a drinking a a tall mart liquor out of a brown bag, and he said, "You know what, fellas? Sometimes life gives you booze, and sometimes life gives you bag toss. And when it gives you bag toss, roll a couple of dice and figure out what you're gonna do for the rest." All of All right, week. here we go. Dice number one. All right, so we're going to column three. Uh, in column three, we got elliptical for ten minutes every morning. We got cook something new. We got write some stand up. Start planning a hula trip. Pick out a podcast for the other person to listen to. And we draw each other cool texts. Oh, Maximilian, right. roll me up right. some Let's of that see. dice. What that guy said, "Roll that dice." Five. Pick out a podcast for the other person to listen All to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is this week's weekly challenge. Max won bag toss. He's up a whole lot to a whole little. In, Twenty-one uh, to eight, and we're we thirteen. We're gonna pick each uh, pick each other out. So now that Seamus, you want to part in there? You gonna, you gonna yeah. be back next week, Bob? Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Don't mind if I do, boys. Hell I yeah. guess I'll get All my right. feet in this water. Ooh, he's is. getting the old tootsies a little soggy. Oh, you don't say. Huh? All right, so uh, yeah, by the end of this episode, we will have a. Uh, I will have one podcast for Max to listen to. Max will have one for Seamus to listen to, and Seamus will have one for me to listen to. Yes, sir. We'll all come back the next week. Talk about. Uh, 
Maybe Seamus will drink a little extra caffeine next week so we have another story. I'm good, bud. I'm fucking good. I'm cut off. I'm, I'm cut, cut off. off. <laughs> right on, right on, right on. caffeine for Seamus. He's, he's at his fill. He's at his fill. Right on. So, Max. So we did it, man. We played a little bag toss that kicked your ass. Yes, you uh, did. Yes, you did. Nothing uh, new. Um, yeah, just call me, uh. Oh, we won't get there yet. But, uh, you want to mosey? Want to uh, want to mosey on down to a? Want to want to fit in a little Cobb dictionary? Want to do a little do a, um, comedy history? Yeah, let me talk a little bit about Richard Pryor for a little bit. Now. All right, let's get into some comedy history just a little bit. All right, so we just played bag toss. We figured out the uh, challenge of the week. We we're gonna pick out a podcast for one another to listen to. And now Max is going to give us a little bit of comedy history on Richard Pryor. Yep. Listen up. Buddy. Let's go. Um, okay. I was prepared, per usual. Do and, a little search. Uh, here we go. All right, here we go. All right, so Richard Pryor is one interesting dude, man. Uh, he is a comedian, uh, one of the I- most iconic, legendary comedians um that we've seen and he has been in tons of movies uh with gene wilder he was supposed to be in blazing saddles um he helped write that movie really? and then yeah and then he was uh i actually watched an interview before we came of gene wilder and they were asking him he was supposed to be the sheriff he was supposed to be the other main character he was supposed to be the black sheriff that comes into the all-white town and um he called the director and because uh, they were supposed to start filming, and the director was like, "Richard, where are you?" And he said, "I don't know." Or <laughs> he's like, "Richard, where are you?" Or he's like, "What happened?" And he's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Where are you?" He's like, "Cleveland." He's <laughs> supposed to be in L.A. <laughs> shooting. Oh, he's, he's, he's like, How? "I don't know." He said, "How'd you get there?" And he said, "I don't know." Because he was, you know, he sounds like Richard Pryor was doing a little bit of them dope. He uh, he did a Richard Pryor did a lot of drugs. Um, let's see where supposed to be in LA ended up in Cleveland. Yeah. Um, hell of so a fucking night. Hell of a night. Whatever he started. <laughs> so, so first and foremost, um, his childhood was crazy, man. So he had a crazy, tragic early life. Um, he was born to a prostitute named Gertrude on December first, nineteen forty, in Peoria, Illinois. Actually, where my mother was originally born. Shout um, out, shout out, Peoria. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Ma. <laughs> shout out, Ma. <laughs> shout uh, out, Pryor. <laughs> shout out, Richard. <laughs> uh, Richard, his, Pryor's father was a notoriously violent pimp named Leroy Pryor. For much of his childhood, Pryor was raised in the actual brothel where his mother worked, which was owned by his own. Uh, his his own no nonsense grandmother Marie Carter. So, okay, okay. So his so grandmother he, owned this brothel that his mother worked at, and this is where he grew up in. He grew up. This was he pimping he his own wife in uh, the brothel? Leroy? No, nah, yeah. he was the kid. He was probably great. So so. All right, oh, say that okay. one more time. Okay, so uh, Pryor Richard Pryor was raised in the brothel where his mother worked. That brothel where his mother worked was owned by his own no-nonsense grandmother, Marie Carter. So, oh my God. It's, I don't know if his, if the grandmother is his mother's mother or his father's mother. Either way. You know what I mean? Like, 
but but all but yeah. Um, but with his mother periodically dropping out of his life for long stretches, um, it was his grandmother Marie who served as Pryor's central guardian and caretaker. Um, Doesn't sound like much of a caregiver. Yeah, I mean, in uh, in this New York New Yorker article uh, published on his 10th anniversary of his passing, um, they wrote this. Pryor said that one of the reasons he adored movies as a boy was that you were never in doubt as to why the woman in that why the women in them were screaming. As for the sounds that Richard heard in the middle of the night in his room on the top floor of one of Marie's businesses. He had no idea what was happening to those girls. A number of times he saw his mother, Gertrude, one of the women in Marie's employ, nearly beaten to death by his father. Uh, Gertrude left when Richard was five. He later registered no resentment over this. Uh, Richard said, quote, At least Gertrude didn't flush me down the toilet. Oh, um, shit, just, He said this. Uh, this was not a joke. When he said this, uh, according to this article, um, as a child, Pryor opened a shoebox and found a dead baby inside. Holy so he fuck. had an absolutely traumatic childhood. That's a I yikes mean, for me, this, boys. This guy yowz yeah, wow, an absolutely brutal childhood. That, that yeah, to say the least, um, man. Some more interesting facts about him. He was actually kind of a he was a clean comedian. He, nowadays, people think of Richard Pryor as a more dirty, um, you know, swearing, cussing, kind of like commenting on the times and speaking as to how fucked up racism was and it was still going on. And he was very um, proactive in that sense. But before he got really famous, he was a very clean comedian, and he was a lot of times. Um, he drew comparisons to Bill Cosby, and Cosby uh, like didn't really like that because he Cosby was a, a piece of shit in his own right, and we'll find that out later, yeah. obviously. But no, so he was very Cosby-like in his performances early on, and he was actually doing fairly well for himself. Um, but then he made a 180-degree change in style that led to him becoming the uh, comedic legend. So one of the... One of the most well-traveled tales and one that Pryor himself confirmed on more than one occasion states that Pryor was performing his clean-cut act in Las Vegas one night when he looked out into the audience and saw Dean Martin among the crowd. If you believe the story, seeing the legendary, legendarily cool Rat Packer's face made Pryor question what exactly he was doing and caused him to abruptly leave the stage mid-performance. Around this time, Pryor moved to San Francisco Bay Area, dropped out of the comedy limelight for several years, and later re-emerged with the more pointed, in-your-face style that made him an icon. So yeah, he started off as super clean cut, saw this guy from the Rat Pack and was like... Yeah, I mean, Dean Martin was another trailblazer, I mean, at that time. But I mean, it's it's amazing to think, um, you know, people don't necessarily imagine the depth and the darkness behind comedy... In the pastime of like maybe the person who's telling it, you know, I mean, even from people like Robin Williams and and yeah. I mean anybody, Dave, any 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 comedian, uh, the the funniness that that they portray is is always usually um, 
like manufactured by darkness and, and terror yeah. and shit that I mean it's amazing that he could even make a com- make a joke or anything from what he came to. I mean, maybe that was his way of handling it, I guess. But I, f- I feel like a lot of comedians do that. You know, we we hear their stories, you know, as a joke. They tell it as a fun because that's, you know, how they do it. They're good yeah. at it, but they're real and they're true. Yeah, and they're, and they're yeah, always yeah. the funny guy. I if mean, you listen to them, they're, they're kind of fucking well, dark. I yeah. can't believe that he started off as clean. Like, I would I, imagine he would have started off as dark and dirty and he kind of like refined it to make maybe it he was like scared to be anything more no, than yeah. that. you know maybe his i mean seeing the kind of guy his father was maybe well but i mean in terms of like his comedy style you would have thought like the way he was like poignant in your face you thought he would have maybe like refined that yeah and like oh he started off way too in your face and too much he was and too hard he was too much like i've been uh, i've been around women been beaten uh, i don't know what their screams were you know like, whoa, dude, too much, and he dialed it back. But also, when did he start? I mean, we, we went through plenty no, but, of comedians who were... But that's what I'm saying. He started off clean instead of being... Yeah, yeah, dirty. yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, how did he even, like, have a clean mindset, like, in terms yeah. of comedy? St- like, I would have I just imagined he would have started off as dirty as ever, but... Once again, this is not booze. <laughs> <laughs> this is Celsius water. Yeah, right. <laughs> what a shame. I mean, Liar. you'll find out by the end so, of this. So <laughs> there was a there was actually a super famous incident where Pryor was uh, believed to have set himself on fire during a drug mishap, um, but it is later told that. Um, so I'll just I'll actually just read this directly instead of trying to do it from memory. Okay, one of the most retold stories about Pryor centuries. Uh, centers around the incident on June 9th, 1980, where he set himself on fire and took off running down Los Angeles Street, fully engulfed in flames. Though he wasn't expected to survive the episode, he eventually pulled through and spent the next six weeks recuperating in the hospital. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Uh, at the time, it was often reported that the cause of the accident was prior freebasing cocaine, which he did do. <laughs> he was a f- he did freebase cocaine. That is why people right, thought it, he did it. What's freebasing cocaine? So instead of snorting it, you are you're like it's basically doing crack. Oh, okay, it's okay. like doing crack. Um, Can't feel flames when you smoke with a crack. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, so Pryor later admitted that in a drug fueled psychosis, he had actually attempted to kill himself by dousing his body. In 151 proof, 151 rum, <laughs> pineapple <laughs> juice, and Malibu, caribou, yeah. All, no. uh, Make 150 <laughs> <laughs> 151 proof rum, and setting himself ablaze. Uh, a friend, oh, fuck, <laughs> a friend of Pryor's at the time has gone on record as saying that the idea for the act likely came about that evening after the two of them watched footage of Thick Quang Dirk. Yeah, Thick Quang Dirk. <laughs> The Vietnamese monk oh, who famously oh. burned himself yeah. to death mm-hmm. in 1963 yeah. is an act of protest. So yeah, some people say he was so, trying to freebase, and he. Blew it's a lot deeper up. than that. It was well. I mean, uh, I mean, cocaine enriched, but like, but even so, like, he, mu- he if it was me. I would be like, yeah, no, I was trying to kill myself rather than being like, nah, yeah, I was just freebasing some coke and it got, <laughs> yeah. and it got, got away from me. I mean, it's fucked, dude. I, I, I remember learning about Thick Kwong Dirk 
Right. You know, <laughs> like in watching the video, like you could actually like it's fucked up. It's fucked the yeah. the protests, the side. Yeah. In the most fucked. Okay, I'm sorry to get into this, but the most fucked up part about watching it is like it was si- like he didn't even fucking. F- no. Nah. Like, Crazy. So I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you do enough cocaine, you can just pretend you're that guy. There, that guy. But next thing you know, you're running down. This the is fucking York, nuts. Keep fucking going about this guy because I did not know the the depth of. Rick, I did not know the depth of this guy. It's insane. Uh, he won the first Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, uh, beginning in nineteen. Lighting himself on fire. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, he was just, he was in a. A lot of movies. Uh, he was married seven times. Um, married seven times to five different women. So <laughs> married a few twice. <laughs> he married a couple twice. He had a couple uh, two tree. Oh, here we go. Richard. Uh, he was supposed to be the starring role in Blazing Saddles. Uh, Pryor and Gene Wilder made four films together: Silver Streak, Stir Crazy, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, and Another You. Uh, but there could have been at least one more. Pryor was one of the credited writers on Mel Brooks's classic Blazing Saddles, which is one of my favorite comedy movies. I don't know if you've ever never seen it. I actually don't think I've ever seen oh, it before. It is. Uh, you guys should. Bl- it's it's a really really good, just uh, comedy. It takes on a lot of like racial, um, old, like. Uh, Injustice, it, like, it, like, like, yeah, it puts it right in your face and goes, "This is like th- we're still dealing with this racial shit." So when did he? When did Richard Pryor die? He died in. Um, I'm not. I'll find. I think I have it pulled up. I think I have it somewhere. But he died. He died. He did die in a drug overdose. Um, on the right side, down a little bit. Oh, died December tenth, uh, two thousand five. He's only sixty five years old. Oh man. shit! So he wasn't. No, I mean he was. Dude, there's comed like, there's still comedians right now at sixty five who are like at the top of their game. So oh, would yeah. he drive like a a cocaine overdose? I believe so. I, I'm pretty sure I have it. F- uh, I've got it somewhere, but it's um, a. I mean, ima- imagine like I'm. I'm glad he didn't die when he went. Did that light up, lit himself on fire? Like you know, like I feel like that was just a drug induced, like trying to prove or prove something, maybe thing like that would have just put a shame to his his right. career. I don't know. I that's insane. I mean, it's amazing what drugs can do to a person. Uh, well, you know, I've done some drugs, <laughs> but I've <laughs> yeah. never lit myself on fire before. But I, it's. <laughs> it's crazy how these these um I mean gen- I mean this guy was a genius. These like geniuses I mean musicians we've seen die super early from drugs and yeah. And how these it's almost like they get to a point in their life where there's like they can't really go any higher. There's really nothing more in their minds they can do. Well, almost, I mean I, or I feel like if you know, uh, before you get to that point in your your career, and this is obviously speaking on a person who has no idea, but you 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 think the main goal is stardom and and, and you know being famous and being and notified and being that person, and once you get there, I feel like 
I mean, for a lot of these people, it's like a big fucking empty space. I and like at that point, it's like, oh, where do I go from now or from here? And I mean, that, and I mean, once you add drugs into it, once you're once you're famous and you have access to every fucking thing under the moon, I mean, it's. And uh, so okay, so his death technically technically wasn't drug related. It was after. It was his third heart attack. So, I mean, he had coronary um, artery disease, and they attribute it to being brought about by years of tobacco smoking. But I can only imagine freebasing cocaine and (laughs) all the other drugs he did cannot help with that. I I can imagine cocaine probably has a bigger impact on the heart than tobacco. That's what I'm saying. And, you know, I mean, do whatever you want in your free time. You know, I'm not judging. I don't care what the fuck you do. But uh, if you're going to do a bunch of coke uh, like he was doing uh, as a famous person can do, the the purest and the best. Can I tell you guys the, like, most personal uh, insane drug story that I've heard from a person that I grew up around? And I won't. I'm not going to say names. You guys don't know this guy, but I, I grew up playing baseball with him. Okay. So there was this kid, um, and I grew up uh, from little or from uh, minor league from when I was five years old. Played. I played with him all until I was a teenager, and uh, he got very, very heavy into LSD, and um, like very heavy. <laughs> And through his LSD experiment, he thought he was a he, he he pursued rapping. And so one night he took twelve hits of LSD, and he was convinced. And this is I a com- completely true story. I was told from very credible sources, and but. He was convinced that night that he had gotten a call from Kanye West <laughs> that told him to fly out to Chicago oh, no. and meet him, and he was going to help him with oh, his rap career. No. So this kid that I know goes out to Austin Trouble Airport oh, my God. tripping on 12 hits of acid. Doesn't go in the airport, goes to the landing strips. Oh, my God, no. Strips down, butt naked, and starts chasing planes and screaming at planes until finally, like, a plane was about to take off, and he stood in front of the plane, butt-ass naked, and was yelling, like, you know, like, I gotta go to Chicago, like, Kanye West, like, needs me. And finally was, like... Bombarded by police, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and put—I mean, put away for a life. I think he's still in the mental hospital, but like, oh like it was a like a guy I knew I grew god. up knowing, and like, once I heard that story, I was like, oh my god, Jeez. he would do something like that. <laughs> it was fucking twelve hits of acid might do that to you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So drugs are crazy. I mean, they'll do crazy shit to you. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Chase down airplanes. Chase yourself on fire. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, yeah. That's crazy shit. That's pretty crazy. No, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But um, Richard Pryor, I mean. Needless to say, he's not rapping with Kanye, but Richard Pryor. No, yeah, I mean, 
He was uh most of like the Seinfeld, Chappelle, you know, they all say he's was anything the best of the best. Um Dave Chappelle said of Pryor You know you know those like evolution charts of man. He was the dude walking upright. Richard was the highest evolution of comedy. That's what Dave Chappelle said. Um, so yeah, I mean, he was was one of the uh, you know the true innovators, the uh, one of, you know an icon, you trailblazer, know, trailblazers of comedy. He reinvented himself. He was in movies. He wrote. Uh, I think one of these things, one of these fun facts over here, actually, he won a, a – where did that go? He won an Emmy for writing. Um, well, he was better known for his work in front of the camera than behind it. Uh, the only Emmy he ever won was for writing. In 1974, Pryor won the Emmy for Best Writing in a Comedy for Lily, a comedy special starring Lily Tomlin. Uh, he was also in it, so he was on. He was just a, a a super creative, funny, fucking artist. Hey man, hats off to him, of dude! Like yeah. honestly, yeah. I mean, from fucking legend. rags to maybe not even riches, but just to fucking paving your path from something terrible and something. Uh, and I can't even put my and like yeah, I mean, I've never heard a story like this. He, he he got his like love of movies and entertainment because he knew where like the sounds of agony were coming from he yeah you know it it was like his escape that like everything it was black and white in the movies but in his real life everything was gray and muddled and he didn't know what was what and he found his escape and he found his lane in that and that's wild yeah i mean to yeah. find to find success out of that um just bottomless pit that he was born into i mean it's right in, it's insane it's inspiring it's i mean i understand i mean the older i get i understand when even drug abuse becomes a part of that road you know what i mean like right uh i for him to be able to make it and and make the impact i mean he did not he didn't just make it he made an impact he was a trailblazer i mean i've you you know the name richard Pryor. Right. you've seen it like and i had no idea any of that shit that happened to him that's insane yeah i knew he was like a a crate i knew he kind of like i knew he had a tough upbringing i didn't quite know it was to that extent i knew that he Definitely was into drugs. I mean, it was the 70s when he was at the height of his 70s, 80s, at the height of his uh, stardom. Like, of course, he's going to be into some shit. Well, I mean, most people. Yeah. You know? Um, it's the fucking 70s. It's the fucking I mean, 70s, you know, man. I mean, who knows, <laughs> who knows what the government was giving him uh, because he was getting a little too big for his britches, probably talking a little too advanced about racial injustices, and they said, hey, whoa, whoa, buddy. Uh, why do you, you think fucking Marley down. was popped You better off. start freebasing, buddy. Yeah, you hey, better step it up a hey, notch. And you've only snorted this? Try that's a conversation to have, dude. That's a real conversation. It is. There's good. a lot of big, influential yeah. musicians in, or, or just actors, artists, artists, artists you know, Marley, like Marley's one of the biggest influential, not not just um, musicians, but activists. Right. 
and somebody who brought you know the evils of two sides together, and I mean he was assassinated for that. Like oh yeah, and not only that, like John Lennon. Like there's so many people who makes you think a little bit. You know, once somebody figures out how to kind of make somebody understand what's fucked up about the government and to bring people together. Yeah. Who do you think uh, uh, we assassinated better... MLK? Exactly. Like, fucking A, dude. The old government of the USA. The old government of the USA, dude. Like, oh, man. It's endless. It's endless. It, it really is. You so, know? I mean, but yeah, no, uh, <laughs> a true... <laughs> A true innovator. <laughs> and look and at us, just a couple of whites, just fucking <laughs> inspiring, inspiring, <laughs> uh, inspiring. Uh, 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 God damn, what's the word? Uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories. <laughs> hey, they're not conspiracy. They're fucking honest they're fucking facts. facts they're facts. They are. Richard Pryor was taken out by Marley. The be like eighty years old right now. Somehow he got told. Ca- well, actually, Dude, no. Marley Pryor died when he was sixty-five. We could have had another fifteen years. 10 years, 15 years. He could, of he could still be here today. Yeah. He could be still be here. I actually today. do have to say, I was totally wrong. Uh, Marley was not assassinated. He died of cancer, but right, he was shot. Who do you at, think gave him <laughs> cancer? <laughs> he, he <laughs> government was, man. He was shot one time, but that was also in Jamaica by. There was a whole other story. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but MLK. But no, there assassinated. is. Assassinated. Uh, I got to study uh, a little there, more. There is a uh, uh, seedy, weird history to. Uh, Mo- uh, not just our government, all governments. Don't speak are about a love and truth. Cre- uh, corrupt and uh, you know have have hitmen out. Why do you? Oh, you know, yeah. we've all got them. Everyone's got them. Hey. But uh, but yeah, that's a little Richard Pryor. A little <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> hey, you know, honestly, <laughs> you know, hey, 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 hey. What we're gonna we're gonna have like a conspiracy segment. And we're just gonna talk about conspiracies, our own dumbass Let's views do it. on some conspiracies. Okay. I know it. you got some conspiracies in yeah, your head, I got fucking some, I got shame. Some yeah. Weird fucking thoughts. So up so, in this head. so this I'm, is what we'll do when when that comes. We'll we'll let it be known. We'll do research into it. We'll come prepared and ready to have a, a conspiracy show of just just letting it rip, just. Just drinking weirdest, suds, talking. Drinking suds and talking duds. Talking boys. duds with a couple buds. <laughs> with a couple buds. Maybe lighting a couple buds, you know. Doing a little bit of drugs. So, hey, are you in on this? Are you going to hang out I'm with in. us a couple more episodes? I, or? Might, I might come around once you're drinking. He's going <laughs> to fucking do it. He's going to drink no. 8,000 Red Bulls. We're going to have to find you at the bottom of the fucking barrel and bring you up. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get your battery pack? Yeah, let's see how much. Let's see how big of a charge we got. Oh, we're at two boys. All right. Well, yeah, no, that's Richard Pryor. That's a little comedy history. Um, you know, I I, like want, I wanted to bring. Dude. I knew he was an interesting dude with some some crazy stories. I wish we could play like uh, like some of his comedy. Yeah, maybe we can just do that and just risk getting flagged. Who's gonna fucking sue us? Well, no one's gonna sue us. Our videos just might. Well, we're making. The, we're obviously making the big bucks, boys. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Who's <laughs> um, gonna sign my paycheck? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> YouTube. As soon as they start signing hours, <laughs> which is, 
as soon as no, Richard gotta, Pryor comes back to life. Yeah. So we're both right. fucked. No. As soon as Richard Pryor flies out of my ass <laughs> is when uh, YouTube will start <laughs> writing flies checks. Flies out of my nose. <laughs> we'll start writing <laughs> checks to Hua. <laughs> <laughs> Until uh, then, we'll just keep drinking beers. Yeah, yeah exactly, buddy, man. Is there, uh, is there any more in there? Oh, there's a whole fucking charade. Oh. Whatever you want. Buddy. There's no more of those. How drunk you trying to get? Eh? Eh, not too bad. Get a, give him one of those with the devil horns. Uh, is there any more of the uh, Hua beers? Nope. Sorry no. to say, give guy, they're oh. just too good. I drink. Just them drink all. the fucking other le- next week's. I'll get. get no, us no, no, no. Is there a is there another Bush Light in there? Nope. There's a. Get him a old Henry's nah, hard. Give me, give me one of those with the horns on it. Okay. Oh man, we hated those. Well, you know the ones we. Why don't you just drink the yard games? We already had those. We, there's a yard game in there? Oh, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, no, no, I can sip on this. These ones are good. I'll All right. On her. No worries, no worries. We got, uh, you know, we got, uh, you want to get into the joke of the week or Carl versus the dictionary? What, uh, we'll do Carl versus the dictionary, then we can do joke of the week, and then we can do, uh, Carl tries to rap or something or pack talk. We got a whole bunch of options, boys. What do you guys think? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I personally cannot wait. What's going wait on, Max? For fucking Carl versus the dictionary because that just it's, sounds it's like it's always a fucking, a fucking dumb bullshit episode, bullshit segment where I get it. R- it's not bullshit. It's great. I'm learning something every day. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are you talking Carl, about, Carl? Do you remember the last bullshit. word? Of the last word of the dictionary in the last episode? Nope. Well, it was no. beguile. <laughs> Beguile, I'm fucking beguiled the <laughs> fact that you made it out of your fucking right. energy so, hey, torment. Right. Since, since we just got through some prior talk. You know what beguile means? Wild, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that right? <laughs> well, we got, oh, hey, hey, all right, here we go. We're going to get into that in just a second. We'll get into the, since we just got through prior, we'll do the joke of the week, and then we'll go Carl versus the dictionary, and then you'll rap. All right, cool. And then we'll do a little mental health talk. I'm gonna go take a up. take a tinkle here, folks. You guys take a little bit of a break. You guys think yeah, about we'll your talk, life. We'll talk. We'll talk. Me, Seamus, and I will talk about the show. We'll see how, what he's thinking about. I'll keep the tunes just kind of buzzing in the background. Hell yeah! Slam that shit around. Thanks, Fuck buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shamo, what do you think of this show so far? Man? I'm having a blast. I'm having, I'm having, a good having fun time. shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. Beers. Hell yeah! Getting Get a feel for. Uh, the show a little bit feeling something <laughs> feeling fucking something hell yeah um you know shit uh so did you did you know i mean you did the the trash pickup with us uh, a few months back i did do one part cleanup it was pretty fucking cold not gonna lie yeah it was cold yeah you came in like shorts and like a tank top and like in uh, wisconsin in mid fucking december yeah i was gonna say in like uh what was that yeah december Something, um something around there. So other than that, I mean, did you know anything else really about the show other than like Snapchats you'd seen? Well, you know, I I, uh, I listened to the first couple, and uh, you know they were they were great. Oh, those were our best ones. <laughs> <laughs> they were absolutely flawless. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I I actually did uh, listen to them, and aside. <laughs> Aside from, uh, you know, I think you guys done a great job setting it up, you know, into a, a better studio. The old stew, the stew's looking great. First time in it. Um, Did you show up drunk? <laughs> yeah. Well. Let's <laughs> 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 
No, 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 no. It's so great to be here with you guys. Come back, come back. No, no. Well, Carl told me about this when you guys are starting it up. And, you know, aside from the old sound noises in the first couple episodes, getting things figured out, I actually did really like what you guys were talking about, you know. Um, you know, when you guys start on this in COVID, you know, I think a lot of people are in a big old slump, you know what I mean? A big old slump, you know, just you sitting at home, nothing to really do, getting into bad habits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, getting lazy. I'm, I was totally guilty of it. And I listened to the first couple episode, you know, hurt my ears a little bit, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but the message right. was there. No, no, seriously. Uh. It's great, you know. It mo- it even motivated motivated myself a little bit to you know just challenge myself a little bit. You ah, know? you don't gotta give us any uh, nice words. I was just curious well, if uh, yeah. I'm happy to be here, and I'm just giving well, work credit where credit is just due. Oh, hey, thanks. Hey, buddy. we you're hope to nice. keep you you're on, man. Nice. And yeah. I mean, the more you're here, the more you're gonna wanna interact. Well, hey, let me let me tell you a little bit of something. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 33. We got Seamus here. Talking about his thoughts. Walking through a berry patch. A berry patch that is very nice. Mosquitoes bit. Ooh, I got a scratch. Right on my ass. Seamus Johnson from Notre Dame Academy is here tonight. Very nice to have you here, buddy. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know where we're going at. But we hey, she was very nice to have you, bud. We got the joke of the week. Joke of the week. There, oh, yeah. Yeah, we do. We are into the joke of the week, and we'll get into Carl versus the dictionary after Son that. Son of a bitch. Do you pick- guys know that Bob Marley has 12 kids wow. with about seven different women? Richard Pryor had seven or, <laughs> seven or eight kids with six different women. So Married seven times to five different Married women. Married the head of the limb. <laughs> Little Johnny's neighbor just had a baby You guys know that? Sadly, the baby is born without any ears No ears The baby had no ears When the mom and the baby came home from the hospital Little Johnny's family was invited over to see the baby Before they left the house Little Johnny's dad had a chat with him And explained how the baby had no ears. Johnny's dad also told him that if he so much had mentioned anything about the baby's missing ears or even said the word ears, he would get the hiding of a lifetime when they come back home. Little Johnny told his dad that he understood and agreed not to mention the baby's lack of ears. Little Johnny looks inside the bassinet and says, Wow, what a beautiful baby. The mother replies, Well, thanks, Johnny. Johnny says he has beautiful little feet, beautiful little hands, and a cute little nose, and really beautiful eyes. Is he able to see all right? Little Johnny asked. Well, yes, says the mom. We are so grateful. The doctor said that he will have perfect vision. That is great, little Johnny says, because he'd be fucked if he needed glasses. (laughs) 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 Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that is Das Joke of the Week, man. Oh, that was a good one. I like that one. 
Hey, you know, you need ears to hold them glasses on your face. <laughs> hey, don't mention, don't bring up the ears, you asshole. That baby has no ears. The ba- the clown has no penis. <laughs> what kind of dreams are you having? <laughs> All right, we oh, are on to Carl versus the dictionary. Oh, I've been looking at words for the past five minutes, and I just cannot. Uh, God, there's. I feel like I could go easy. I could go moderate. They they're all they're none of them are none of them are overly hard. Okay, I'll give you. I'm gonna say right. None of them are like. Okay, can you put yourself in my brain? No. Yes. I, that's why I'm like. Last week <laughs> I wouldn't have given you blandishment. You know, like that's fucking bland. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to it. Is that what it means? You would have won last week. Really? Uh, no. You. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you know what blandishment means? Uh. Uh, I think you're you're crazy. Uh, not quite. Intentional flattery or persuasion. Okay, so you're a fucking idiot too. Well. Give me a name, huh? <laughs> Give me a word, huh? Alright. Alright, alright. Ah, right. wait, 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 wait. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this is a funky song to get us on in the car versus the dictionary. Feeling smart. Feeling smart, feeling smart, feeling smart. Max a little bitch and I'm feeling really smart, feeling smart. Alright. Alright, I'm good to go. Alright, I've decided your word. Cognizant. Oh, cognizant. Like, uh, uh, I'm like, uh, fuck you, Shane. Right, so, so what I'm do you cognizant. What, give me the definition first. Um, like, uh, um, god damn it. I'm, I'm cognizant, like he's cognizant, like he's, uh, um, alert, or, um, see, this is where I feel use like it in a, Try to use it in a sentence. Um, Seamus is getting drunk. But he's still cognizant of what's going around, going on around him. Cognizant, uh, aware, alert. Yes, you are basically there. Okay, see, see, I know what I'm saying. I know what cognizant means. It, it's more. Don't so fucking eyebrow me over there, <laughs> fucking Schneider boy. It, it, it's more so of like you. You're kind of a. You're you're like ninety five percent there. It's like a realization of what's going on around you. So like you're cognizant. Of the fact that, like, um, times are bad. Like, I'm I'm cognizant that, um, uh, I'm cognizant that I don't have enough money to pay for this thing. But I don't fucking sure. Yeah, know. no, sure. no, no, yeah. It's you know. Uh, so the example that they give here is, uh, politicians must be cognizant of the political boundaries within which they work. So I know what the fuck the word See, means. You get it. You Carl's get, a smart dude. If you saw it, in a, <laughs> no, if I'm someone not. said it, <laughs> someone was like, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm cognizant of the fact that, uh, you know, Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time, yeah. but he hasn't won the most Super Bowls. I get it, but but Brady's the best. You know, you could say something like that. Now, C O N. I feel like I'm wrong now. C O Start over. Start over? Start over. I'll give you one mulligan. 
I said wrong. Your third letter was wrong. C O U. No, you got one mulligan. C O N. Okay, I'll let me I'll 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 say it again. Cognizant. C O G. N. E S. I A N T. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> How do you spell it? C O G. Wait, what did I say? How did I say? You, you, got, you got that part right. You, you did eventually. C O C O G. N I Z A N T. Oh, there's a C in that bitch. You said. So instead of the Z. Zint. Instead of the I Z, you said E S. Right? Hey, at least so, I, that was the closest I ever so got. So you were pretty close. You you understood not the bad, the uh, here here's a word for you the phonics. Yeah, well, that's fuck, not, I don't that's know not the even fuck a word. That means. That's we're not, not even, at P yet. <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> Come on, phonics. save that one for later, buddy. You understood the I don't even know that word. I said it wrong. I'm dumb as shit too. <laughs> hey, for me. Hey, I'm cognizant that I'm I can't spell. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. So oh, Carl versus man. the dictionary, everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, man. Th- you're getting closer. Every week you're getting a little closer. I like that one. I kind of want to go a twofer today. You want to try another C word for a... Uh, cunt. I was just going to say... You're a cunt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's a, wow. I should not... Ah, All right. Give me another C word. Give me one more. Give me one more. Give me a twofer today. All right. Cajole. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck this means. Do you know what this means, Seamus? No, I have no fucking clue. Cajole? Cajole. 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 I'm just cajoling with you. Uh, can, uh, kind of, th- was that like, well, like yeah, a no, conversing? No, not really. <laughs> okay, cajole, cajole. I mean, conversing, yeah, I mean, uh, telling the blatant truth, telling the... F- uh, like the facts of something. I don't know. What does conjoling mean? You, you're again. You're this one. You're not quite as close. You, you're. It is. Uh, I've never heard this word in my life. It's like to persuade by flattering or to like mm. coax something out of someone. Like ah, oh, hey, like you know, like like if if I if, yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're a good drinker. You should come take another shot with me, bud. Like if I if I'm trying to get some some sushi out of Seamus, ah, dude, you 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 cook up the best sushi in the whole fucking city of Green I'd Bay. I'd love to how, try. How do Thanks, you do man. that? Let me oh. let me just see how you do it. Conjoling. Yeah, you, you conjoling. C o n g u l i n g. Dude, it's literally spelled cajole. Cajole. Ka. Cajole. And it's a C. It starts with a C. C-A? Cajole. Cajole! C-A-G-O-L-E. There you go. Bazinga! <laughs> I love the dictionary. Uh, yes. Oh, is, man. Uh, hey, just another dictionary. fucking day of me versus the old dictionary. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I did not beat it. But no, I'm getting didn't. closer. You're getting, hey, man, we're getting there. Little by little every week. So what are you going to do now? 
So we have, uh, we're on the mental health talk this week, this right. segment here. Um, are we going to... I've got a few different ideas for some quotes. So I don't have to do any freestyle or nothing? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you do got to do a freestyle. Okay. Seamus, you want to think of uh, five words and write them down here? Don't mind if I do. All right, so while you're, while you're thinking of the five words, I'm going to just kind of peruse through some of these quotes that I... Cruising on found. through. I'm just conjoling, you know what I mean? I'm just... Uh... <laughs> Damn it. Wait, what was the first word? <laughs> it was... Uh... Conjunction? Conjunction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how do you spell that word? C O N G U C T I O N. Close enough. Sure. Can you jump? H E I N E K E N. Heineken. Heineken. Cognizant. I'm cognizant that I have a Heineken. Tom is cognizant all the time. He's always looking around. Looking for God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're happy to be here, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 33 of the old Hold Us Accountable Spelling Beat. Max is ducking and strutting. Seamus is writing and typing. Happy to be here with you guys. Uh, I'm trying to learn dictionary words. I'm going to attempt to uh, freestyle a drunk rap that's going to sound like shit, but why not, you know? You know, shame. Oh, I know. I'm so, exci- <laughs> I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm I've got so some, excited. I've got some good words from you. Don't worry. I'm setting you up for success. Just Don't worry not, about no it. No dictionary words here, bud. Well, if no you're a conjoin, if you're conjoin <laughs> or... I already forgot the other words. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Oh, man. What an episode. Hope everybody's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's only 9.30. Wow. Well. Oh. Jesus Christ, Max. You pee faster than any motherfucker I know. That was a speed run. Kind of, you got a, got a show to do. You got a lot of energy now. <laughs> whole bottle of Celsius. <laughs> whole, whole bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace in ya. Woo! Buffalo Dictionary. Conjunction Construlinary. Yeah. Oh, this is actually a good one here. Okay, I've got a good, uh, got a good quote for us after we we get through this, this, uh, this rap. I'm not. Nothing crazy. Nothing. Maybe crazy. we should. Maybe we should uh, do some quotes for. Maybe we should. Nah, do we're not gonna do mental health talk before the uh, before the freestyle. Why not? <coughs> oh, this is. These are good. This is a good. Uh, it's not bad. This is a good list. All it right, is. I I want to. I'm gonna I, put I this out front right now. This could it's probably gonna go terribly. Well, right. I, I set you I set you up for success. I really did. Success, big breasts. You're already on the right track. Fest. Yep. Well, if it goes terribly, then you just don't get to toss bags next week, I guess. What if I do the weekly challenge? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck. <laughs> 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 uh yeah. I'm not ready for any of this. Well, find yourself a tune there to bust some, uh, bust some freestyles too. All right, find me a tune Up to in bust the stew. a nut too. Buffalo K, wow. 
Beast Mode Hip Hop Instrumentals. How about that, huh? Let's see. Let's hear that. You got words? You got them all? Oh, yeah. Shamo wrote down five good ones here. They're not bad. They're not bad. Not bad. They're good. I'm digging them. Happy to have everybody here on episode 33. Chug a lug, chug a lug. Still can't beat the dictionary. One day. You're gonna uh, you're gonna get it one of these days. I'm not good at sounding out those words, you know. <sighs> All right, so Seamus, you get you get to pick pick shuffle. You get three shuffles, so you pick till you feel. Go, oh Jesus! Go, go, <laughs> I didn't go, even press any buttons. <laughs> it's just the it's first song that played. I mean, it's not. How you doing, everyone? And it's uh, it's Holy not an instrumental shit. though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna, I yeah. don't. If I'm in the club, I'll be busting. Was, that on, was that on the free, the free oh, music yeah. site? I don't know. What the, I, I, I literally picked up the phone that must have clicked something, right. but it was balling. So. <laughs> <laughs> just press shuffle or just press whatever. All right. This is not on the free music so site. So I get, I get three shuffles. I gotta pick the one I like the most, or what? Yeah, dude. Whatever you do, it's your life. I'm just living in it. See where it goes. For booty, second. booty, 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 stank. First word. All right, wait. Bacardi. Oh shit. Oh man, I like. You didn't like that one. I mean, it's a, you're picking. Don't listen to my oomphs and umps. Oh. We got it. We got it. <laughs> First word is Bacardi. Bacardi. Another night we getting rowdy. Just blacked out, drinking Bacardi. Max, what you gonna give me? Panties. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I've been staring at panties. Hey. Seen x-rays, I'm looking at panties. <laughs> Max, Max. <laughs> hey! Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 33, Carl vs. the Microphone. My word is panties. Hurry up, moving slower than my granny. Hey, 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 you stinky like my granny. Them titties saggy like your granny wearing panties. Hey, hey, man. Grocery. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, she can't hold me. I be getting eat, eating that booty like eating groceries. <laughs> it sounded good. Max, me read another word. <laughs> Wallet. Wallet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, money in my wallet. I hold it. I really hold it tight. About to rap all night. Keeping it cold right in the cooler. Got a couple beers, yo, I'm drinking them all night. Think I might black out tonight, like. That's the, that's, that's the bug. You dumb, that sucked. Yeah, not your best work. That was weak. Not your best work. I'm, un- I'm upset. Well, I set you up for success. Hey, hey, she got some big old breasts. Writing it down in the checkbook, it's success. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so upset, dude. I want to do over. Bullshit. I want to do over. I want to do over. Give me one do over. You want to do over? You know what? One do over. Same, same words or new words? You know, new words. One do over. New words? Okay. All right. I want one do over because I'm upset. You did set me up. I did. I did. So did if I just word. blank out on every word again, then I'll uh, yeah, maybe, maybe chug a beer or something. Maybe maybe you read them and then just fit them in. Either way. <laughs> Either way is fine. Either way People fine. don't forget. Max, you give me five words. Other than conjunction. <laughs> Cajorn. Cajorned. <laughs> Concooler. I'm going to give you kimboobies. Every fifth Word of Carl versus the dictionary. We should do. You have got. You've got a freestyle with the five words you've done. <laughs> okay. All right. But not now. Not nah, starting now. No. This is a do over. I'm calling a do over. And if I fail, <coughs> which I probably will, um, then uh, uh, I don't know. But I was not happy with myself. Like. You gave me such good words. I did. <laughs> you I gave did. me uh, such yeah. good Bacardi, words. panties, groceries, We're getting gnarly. I'm blacking wallet. out, drinking all this Bacardi. Hey. You know and I'm happy Bacardi. every time a pretty got, girl got dropping so her money. panties. You gotta get it off me. Yeah, see, now I can think of... That's what I'm saying. All right, see, now I'm ready for pressure now. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Smoother than molasses. Max looks like a slow Bill Gates wearing glasses. I'd be a slow Bill. I'd take a slow Bill Gates over me any day of the week. Bro, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I need a dollar I can borrow. All right, I got five words here for you. Jesus. They're going to put you into sorrow. Oh! Now you you press shuffle. Anything you like the the sound of, you keep. All right, all right. You get get three goes. You can go on the first, whatever you got. And if I fail, I could fit. I'm probably going to... Choke on the first word, so that's fine. I know the rules now. All right, let's go. Know the words. This sounds like some Carl vibes right here. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, bitch? I'm gonna wait till the beat drop. It's about to drop. It's really weird. Table. Yeah, hey, moving slow, dog. I'm disabled. It's cool, keeping shit steady. I'm like a table. Bottle. Hey, and I don't wanna waddle. Got a little drunk, cause I'm drinking right out the bottle. Tea. Hey, and you wanna look at me? I be keeping it steady. I smoke and bleed, drinking teas like. Basement. Hey, we getting wasted, and that's cool. We be chilling out in my grandpa's basement. Chicken. Hey. And you be licking, licking on my dick like I'm eating up on that chicken. Shit, and I be awfully cool. Write some notes, motherfucker, like we going to school. Headphones on, glasses on, like you looking like Max. About to bail you out like you paying with tax. And Seamus here like we about to. Don't know what to say, but I'm feeling alright. We about to black out, probably like all night. Hey. Nose ringing your nose, it be getting called up like you be doing some blow. Take that shirt off, dog, cause we get ripped. 
All right, cool. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that went cool. No, that I actually got a song that I wrote that. for this lyric, this beat, so it's cool. <laughs> I knew the lyric. <laughs> that's funny. Hell yeah. No, Hell that's, yeah. That was, right, that was a good it. second take. I'll give you a redemption. Good. Take two. Good. Yeah. <laughs> take two was good, man. All right. Take all right. two was good. Take two was good. Take two was good. All right. All right, so. Uh, all right, cool, man. We're back. That was cool. That was good. Yeah, that was all right. Redeemed yourself. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was better than. Want to come up with another five words? Go no, for it. I was it. gonna I'm say it was better than your first attempt, man. Like, give give yourself some credit. Yeah, hey, good, good for me. You didn't crumble. You didn't go. Oh man, I, I sucked. I can't do it. I'll choose a little less uh more like less syllables next time. You know, I yeah, know, I, I know yeah. Carl can handle many people, but I think it's okay. Man, I thought <laughs> more syllables would have been better. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you Fuck suck cock. Fuck you. Okay, uh, what are we getting into now? Fuck you, Max. We're getting into a little bit of that, uh... Oh, some, uh, little, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna start this off. We're gonna do a little mental health talk mental for health y'all, talk. ladies and gentlemen. Max got a couple of quotes. Yes, indeed. So, I'm basically... Sure we got a few different quotes each week. We like to, uh, look at a different mental health quote, talk about it, relate it to our lives, break it down. Um, I think... What was it two weeks ago, man? We really broke a quote down. You kind of broke through with it in yeah, terms man. of like figuring out that uh, what was it like? Something like you know, the gist of it was that two people coming together and and really just it was like nobody can you you can't like uh, every not everybody can understand the fight you're going through, but. It, it always hel- like it always helps to have somebody there with you or something like that, right? Or like, yeah, something in that standpoint. And yeah, I mean, we get we get deep into it. We yeah. we give it we give a quote and then we kind of think about it and shoot the shit about it. Kind of the more serious part of the show. Yeah. So I mean, it helps having an EDM beat going into it. Good thing we got I'm getting fucking, fucking Miami right now. banger going on. How about this? All right, we're gonna talk a little hey. mental health. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hey, my name is Carl. And my name is Matt. Shame And today, I'm Mental Health Talk. Max, you going to give us a little bit of a quote, and we're going to break it down. I'm going to read us all a quote, and we're going to talk about it. All right. And we're going to relate it to Cut the beat at that. All right. Well, actually, yeah, there we go. All right, Max, what's the quote? All right, so (laughs) I did want to change it up a tad. I was looking for more of, like, deep thinking, um, uh... Deep, dark, deep. Yeah, you know, a little bit, not not so much like mental health heavy, but trying to find something that made you think and relate it back to mental health. But this one uh, didn't quite, is more, I'll just get into it. This is a quote, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. This is from Stephen... Furtick, F-U-R-T-I-C-K. I mean, I think right off the bat, a lot of the times I look at friends, family, just or people, classmates, and I think the only thing you see out of a person, if you don't know them necessarily or di- dig deep into them, is their highlight reel, what they're doing, you know, what they're uh, top of their class or, uh, you know, top athlete or, you know, the coolest guy in the group. What's and on their social media feed. What's on their social media feed, exactly. And, I mean, right away, if you're going to – you compare the shittiest parts of yourself 
to only the cover of the book, you know, basically like you you never I I feel like to that is like you're always comparing yourself to somebody without knowing what's what what's deeper, what the more depth of their story. Yeah. I yeah. The first thing I thought about when he said that was social media, you know. Right. You literally, you know, you go on social media, you see, you know, all these pictures of everybody having a good ass time doing blah blah blah. That's literally a snapshot, a snapshot of their fucking life. Like, oh yeah. Like yeah. half a fucking second of like a good time. But you don't know that fucking what that person does when they go home by themselves. You know, when they're chilling in the room or doing whatever. Like that's just them having a good time. Like, and that's and that and then you just portray that person as as that image. Right. You know yeah. Hundred I mean? percent. Like that's them all the time. They must yeah. be always doing cool, fun, exciting things. They exactly. must always be happy. They must always be. And that could be all whatever. their pictures. That could right. be every little bit about them. So mm-hmm. if you don't know that person, the only thing you think about them is, oh, these people—they're constantly having a good time. They have people who are enjoying their presence around them. They're partying, just enjoying life all the time. And I'm, I'm sitting here, just looking through their pictures. Or right. You know what? What whatsoever. Yeah, I th- I definitely think comparing is a uh, is something as just humans like we do naturally almost like we just compare ourselves to what we see and um it's lo- it can go from, you know, the social media to you just see someone walking down the street, they might be in might have a really um an awesome pair of shoes and you're like, "Oh, what like I wonder what they did. They must be super rich to be to in order to buy those shoes or you see him wearing super nice clothes or driving a nice car you think man they must just be they must have it just made because they've got these things or this is how they look this is how they portray themselves um but you don't know i mean behind those things could be someone in turmoil like really struggling with who they are and and you know and all the the things the flashy things could just be a front for them trying to figure out who they are, but you, you look at it and you think, well, they've got it figured out. That's who I want to be. If, if that's what motivates you, I don't know. Like, you know, and I've also been on the, this, the stance of, I feel like I've been on the, the side of where like, I, I, at times in my life, I have like, we talk about social media where I put things out there to make it look like, you know, this is what I'm like. I'm having a good time all the time or I'm sure. You know, I'm I'm surrounded by, or I'm surrounding myself with all this good good stuff. Like sometimes I put on that front where it's like, uh, you know, I'm sitting out in front of the lake having a cup of coffee, you know, fuck smoking blunt. Like I'm just at ease with myself, and I I portray that image sometimes just to like want people to think that of myself, like think that of me, like that I'm just yeah. laid back, nothing's going on. We're like in reality. People don't know what the fuck's going on with me, so like sometimes it's a front for me. Oh, like for sure. it, you know, looking at looking at people, like I'm sure that's a front for a lot of people that you don't, you never. It's judging a book by the cover. Sometimes I feel like. Oh yeah, and it's a front. Uh, I would think. I mean, in terms of my own self, like for myself, when I if I'm like uh, trying to uh, post or trying to portray something that I know, like is not currently my state of mind, but I'm trying to, like you said, oh, I'm sitting out by a lake, so let me post uh, me sitting by a lake and some, like, deep quote or whatever it might be. And, yeah, for that moment in time, you might be tranquil and at peace with yourself, 
but 99% of the time you're not, but you're just putting out there that you are to make you feel like you are. Can you read that quote one more time? The reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind-the-scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think that hit, hits with the, the time of day, especially. I mean, like, I mean, think about, I always think about, like, think about, in, like, back in the day before social media, before uh, putting your image, so to say, out in front of everybody, you know, like, and that's something that I, I always struggled with where it's like, yeah, I I always wanted to try and put a front out on social media, but I always hated the fact that I did that. Like, right. I always hated the fact that I needed other people to see that I was trying to be something or even if I was something that I had, I needed people to see that. And I think the whole reason I have done that plenty of times throughout my life is because I've seen people having a good time, which I thought was like their lifestyle, which I wanted to not necessarily top or like uh, make people think that way of me. Right. But it can be very toxic. Oh, yeah. Like it it, 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 it kind of gives you like this idea that it makes you like it makes you more appealing. You know, to like to others, sure. it makes it seem yeah. cooler. Like it makes right. it feel like you fit in. It makes you feel like you're like the main character. Yeah. Of like mm-hmm. fucking everything. Like I'm fucking doing. Like I'm d- I'm doing this. Like I'm doing all this cool stuff. But in reality, like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are posting stuff, but everybody just kind of goes home at the end of the day, and you're just. And that's what you don't you're realize. Just kind of chilling, but like, but you're left with that image of that person because you don't see them. At the end of the day, right, just hanging out, being a normal person, you see them in within their party lifestyle or whatever, yeah. doing all this cool stuff, or maybe not even being going home, and being a normal person, going home and maybe having to take care of their brothers and sisters because sure. their parents exactly. aren't yeah. there, yeah. having to go work a couple jobs because yep. you know it's like you never, you never really fucking know, but exactly, it's portrayed that way, and that's I think that the, I, I mean, social media is a very positive thing. But it's a very, very toxic, toxic thing. Oh, yeah. At the same time. 100%. Where I have gotten so sucked into it, we're like, I don't even know why. Because, like, uh, I mean, in high school for me, it was like, uh, I wanted, a, in a sense, attention drawn to me by right. maybe people who are older than me. Like, sure. hey, look at, you know, you guys are all out part. Like, I'm just, like, take it easy. Like, I'm just chilling. But it, when I like maybe the time I'm taking those pictures, like I'm going through the worst anxiety oh, and depression yeah. in my life. But right. like I just I want that attention of other people to look at me in a certain way. Yep. Where I I mean, have you ever imagined what it, it, it's like to be to live in a time where like phones and social media wasn't a thing? Where like you were just living your fucking life, and the people who saw you were the people who saw you. Like you weren't posting anything. You know, nobody. Nobody was portraying you anyway because of a fucking photo they saw of you. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it was like the. It really didn't start becoming like a big thing until I was like a junior, sophomore to like senior year of high school, and I didn't really, I didn't really, uh, I was it wasn't my thing. I just didn't really give a fuck because like you had to have a. Comp- computer you couldn't just do it on your phone because we had flip phones at the time so you couldn't just like go on your phone you had to go on a computer you had to log on you had to do all the shit it wasn't just like a quick easy thing so it was just like i don't like i don't want to go and spend 
even like with AOL, like Instant Messenger, yeah, man, and all that. Like, I, you know, that was like the first social media kind of for me in my head because it's like, yeah, the away message was a big thing. Like, oh, you know, uh, I'm out doing something with buddies or I'm yeah. out doing this badass thing, so don't, like, shoot me a message because <laughs> yeah. if you do, this is the message you're getting back. It's yeah. that I'm, do- I'm on vacation right now doing something badass. I'm in Monaco, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the away message was, like, the first, like, for me, social media. Yeah. And, and AOL and, like, and I was never, I could never, like, sustain conversations with people. You know, I like to think about it because I'm just not good at communicating with people like electronically like that. But really, it's just like I don't that type of like interaction and like I need to see people's faces. I need to see like I build a rapport. And even then, I'm still awkward and not good at communicating with people. But, you know, like it was just never a thing. So it was all like but that pressure, I still always felt pressure to. Like, even when I knew Facebook was a thing, but I wasn't really on it, I still was always like, oh, I wonder if people are are trying to find me on Facebook. Maybe I should get one because I wonder, you know, it was like, it was always still in, in like, the back of my mind or it was like, oh, maybe I can get in this picture and I'll get tagged and I'll be on Facebook, you know. It was like that little kind of four-way or four, not four-way, stepping into it was like a... was a weird thing for your brain to like yeah and i i mean i feel like that that i mean i got so caught up in this shit in high school i and i and i still do in a sense i mean i mean in high school i just i i mean i you can look back at the shit you posted on facebook or whatever right and i mean this quote for me does come like portray super hard on social media like it does as a generation we grew up this quote is like a fucking keynote on social media because um I think for a sense social media is a is a place for people who don't have a voice socially or like in person um to kind of express themselves right you know and a lot of times it's a, a big hype for people to kind of oversell themselves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like it's a and that was a place for me to like I want to post something like I I remember a big thing in high school like I just post song lyrics. You know yeah. like that like every once in a while on Facebook I'd post like Kid Cudi lyrics like Oh yeah. You know like fuck out of his like whatever song like and yeah. I thought that was cool like right. I thought people would see that. And you're like oh man he's posting like some Yeah. Cudi's the shit. He looks like, like good music. This yeah, guy's, dude, this guy's he, a cool this dude. dude loves this loves Cudi, bro. He smokes blunts, dude. Yeah, he you know be cool, like dude. Yeah. And like I mean and um now look, it, it's like, I mean, seeing how fucking terrible social media can be too. At the same time, is like people who um, um, hype themselves up so much, or people who, uh, pers- or you know, how jealous people can get at people's images. Like, it's fucking like life threatening at a point for some people. You know, where like it's mm-hmm. just like eats away at people. Where like it's such a fucking phony at some time. It's such a f- like f- fucking hoax where i i don't know like it, i mean it just kind of like if it just kind of makes a person feel like if you're not living that kind of lifestyle you're not you're not li- doing you're nothing. not living right you're like you're not doing enough like you're it makes you feel worse about yourself yeah so because th- you're because you're like obvi- like 
you're you don't have those pictures. You don't you take, live up. You're like you're not good enough. Like you're not you're not to their standard. You're like you're below them. Exactly. Yeah. But that's I mean it's just not true. But but yeah. that but that's the way it makes people feel. Yeah. Especially at a young age. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When they have no experience in anything, and, and they tr- and, and they can't make up like their own judgment and their own mind, like it just kind of. And like they're po- seeing like, quote unquote, icons. Yeah. And how they look and how everyone else looks at them, and that's how they should. That's okay, how so life's supposed to be. And if, if there's like, if their life isn't like that, then like, right. What like I feel like social media almost perpetuates the like the high schoolness of life of oh, like. Oh yeah. The popular look like this, and this is how they act. This is what they do. Everyone should try to emulate them. And if you can't at the highest level, then you're just a piece of shit. Well, you see how bullshit it goes, like the levels it goes into. Like, you, I mean, grownups use fucking social media for a politics standpoint. Right. I've seen grown men and women state their politics standpoint and seen grown men and women get in fights over... Over their beliefs, or this right. person, like, ah, oh, we're out here at whatever, like, you know, we're supporting this person, fuck this person, and then it turns into, like, a bunch of grown 50-year-old and 50-year-old men arguing over a fucking Facebook post. Yeah. And it's, like, at that point, that's kind of when, like, you know, I I am at the point with social media where it's, like, I'm just gonna. I just like to post pictures of my friends and family, and like, right. if I am out at a lake, like, hey, I'm hanging out, having a great time, you know, like, and but like, just the stance that that social media puts for people, like, oh, it's such a platform for people just to belittle every little motherfucking thing anybody does. It's like, do, um, do you ever get caught up with it in the opposite way, where like? You are on a trip and you find your or you're doing something. It doesn't have to be a trip. You can be some event or whatever. And kind you find of trip it, where we talk concerts and then you're stuck there sitting concert. Videos yeah, and, with you're, your phone. and you're more worried about post like like if you go on a vacation and you're more worried about like oh I got to make sure we do this so I can get a picture of it yeah. or we got to go here so I can get a picture rather than being like all right I'm on vacation I'm trying to like isolate. I'm trying to set get my mind back to square one of just being like cool with my own personal situation in life and finding my own happiness in my life and that's what I want just kind of this reset to be but instead it's like oh I got to post this and how many likes did I get did did so and so like it why, have they seen it yet like why but but I was just at this this cool hiking spot but no one is like acknowledging that I'm here even though it's badass like why I find myself in that spot, like, all all the time. I mean, even regular day, like, if I'm just going to a park that I go to every day, and uh, I'm I'm just, maybe the, the scenery's beautiful, and there's there's birds chirping, and right. there's a deer in the background, and, and I'm just frisbee golfing, and all of a sudden I find myself out with my phone. Yeah. And, like, I it sometimes it's like a habit force, where it's like oh, I just pull sure. it out so I can... So I can share, and and to me it's like I, in a sense, like in some events, some like if I am out, say, at a place that nobody else in my family has been, or family has been, or I will never be again. I do, you know. I think it is important to capture moments. Absolutely, for sure. But oh, yeah. but uh, like like you said, where like you see videos of people like concerts or just um. Stargazing events, and all you can see in the background is just people with phones out. 
Right. And then you see that one like eighty year old grandma who's just fucking looking around, just and en- you're like enjoying the moment. You and, know? It, and that's always the thing on Facebook. It's like, why can't we all be like this lady? And it's right. like because none of us are. Because yeah. Because every we grew up where everything has to be fucking platformed, and I w- I'm guilty of it, but I I do do a conscious effort of like enjoying and not having to to. To put everything, like, you know, just put everything down in this fucking social tree that we have. Like, right, you know, like, yeah. I, it, but it's hard. It's it's a hard, it, it's hard because I, I do feel like I do get caught in those moments where yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to enjoy a moment. And I am, like, find myself, like, looking, like, like it's so funny, like, you, you're at a concert. But you're watching the concert through your phone, right? And you're like, why and does you this real- look that good? You're like, how can I make this <laughs> yeah. look better? And then like yeah. the concert's over, and you're like, I got, I got two good videos. Did I even dance? Yeah, and it's like, oh, the music. Yeah, like, it's like you I saw all like- this in front of your fucking face, dude. Right. Like, and the, and I'm guilty of it, but I am, I do try and have a con. I have a conscious, conscious effort of like, all right. Yeah, I'm going to take a couple pictures. Like, if me and my buddies, if we're all out at a concert, like, I do want a picture of all of us at, a, like, you know, just to, for keepsaking. Oh, like, for I sure. I mean, that's yeah. just memories. Yeah, like, memories. That's, like, you know, and, and, and yeah, I've never been a big uh, social media person. I've had, you know, most of them. I've deleted most of them now for a lot of the reasons that we talked about. But, uh, you know, when, when I go out to a concert or, you know, on a hike or whatever, I, I take pictures because it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's right. great to look at. You know, I don't post most of, them, most of them. You know, I love to tell people about them. And if they want to see it, I'll show it to them. But, like, it, it's hard to get in that mindset of, like, not showing off in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not about showing off where you are. It, you know, you kind of just have to enjoy a moment. You know, you really like and you can take a picture to look back on it and you can reminisce and everything. But like you, it's hard not to get caught up in that kind of social aspect where you're 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 trying to show other people like what you're up to. Or I mean, not what you're up to, but like showing off like I'm doing this. What are you doing? Yeah. And you know Mm -hmm. what I do? Mm -hmm. I am guilty of getting caught in that. But, you know, one thing I did come upon, which I I was thinking about the other week. Is my parents have, and this is something I would like to do, with like pictures. Is my and my parents have endless like scrapbooks, of just their wedding day and their childhood and, um, just family, um, vacations and mm-hmm. things that I look like they have endless scrapbooks that I look get to look back on and be like holy shit, like, this was my dad when he was my age, like, you know, or this was my mom back in this, like, 20 years ago. Like, to me, I'm like, that's awesome. I would love my kids to be able to look through a scrapbook and see what I was up to back in the day. They will. It's called Facebook. (laughs) It ain't going nowhere. And that's the biggest thing where it's like... Pop on an iPad and be like, check out my... My my scrapbook. But it's that's what what I thought about I, is I don't want them flowing. I w- it, there's it's nothing like flowing through a book, like a picture. And I am so guilty of this. Where like I do love, or I don't love, but I like I enjoy broadcasting. I mean, like for what we do in our podcast, we do this because, 
we put things out because we want to spread our word and want people to be a part of our movement. So that's a good way. Social media is great. Is right. is movements and efforts and getting people a part of something. But if it just comes to picture taking, like, yeah, I'd love to put something in a book. <laughs> like it's, I don't. Uh, yeah, it, it's really it's really hard to to kind of you know. You you get caught up in a picture, you know. You take a picture, you like you're saying, you put it in a scrapbook. Everybody, you know, you like to show it off to people. But in our day and age, when you can show it off to, you know, I mean, on Facebook, if you have thousand, thousand, thousand thousands friends, of friends, you know, that aren't it, your it, friends, it, it's it's hard to get up. It, it's hard to get not kick, caught up in the fact that you're like showing off and rather just like documenting, like keeping it for a keepsake. You know, it. it I feel like in our generation it's 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 hard not to post it to kind of get a reaction out of it, it instead of like a keepsake i don't know yeah okay Man, i'm so guilty no of this. so that so i'm only uh i agree and all i'm gonna say is that or not all i'm gonna say like everything is generational right like when our parents, I remember our parents, like my parents, when they would go on vacation, they'd come back, they'd have a shit ton, of, they would have taken a shit ton of pictures out on vacation, and then they'd have like a party to get to bring people together, and they would go through the pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How many people do you think really wanted to be at that party to look through pictures? I guarantee you, like, okay, let's bring out the pictures, people. More than half were like, ah, oh, fuck your goddamn picture. Like, yeah. I don't need this. <laughs> so maybe it's shit. the same thing in a different just, sense? Exact. So what I'm saying is that, like, it's completely di- – a scrapbook and Facebook, completely different, right? But to uh, – but generationally, they're kind of the same. Like, if someone was like, hey, let's go through my Facebook feed – let's go through my personal pictures on Facebook, I'd be like, Jesus, I can – no. And if someone was like, hey – I was over at their house and like, let's go through my scrapbook of my Hawaii trip I took five years ago. I'd be like, no. But in some yeah. cer- like some circumstances, like if it's our group of friends, you know, like our or us or our cousins, like, sure. and we're like, let's yes. let's look at pictures back from like 2016, like of the dumb shit. We right to us, it's like those are times where like I do enjoy having pictures and and you know like things to look back on. Like I think it's important. But going back on what you were saying, like I have thou- or I have maybe a thousand friends on Facebook, and I probably know fucking fifty of these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And it's something I think about all the time, where I'm like, I'm posting things where people I probably haven't talked to since. For example, when I was in second grade, I had a pen pal, some lady from Ghana, Ghana. fucking Africa, and I posted a picture couple weeks ago and she liked it i haven't talked to her since i was writing her in second grade and i'm like thousands of fucking people i don't give a fuck about are following my life for what reason like and it comes back to this whole thing where like she's probably in africa i don't know what her life is like but say it's not as um uh great is is uh um fortunate fortunate is ours right you know so it comes back to like i don't want somebody looking at what i'm doing and being like oh man they live the best life i'm stuck here and i i right, i can right. only wish to be as good as that where like i've been in the same spot where i looked as at 
freshman in high school, I looked at senior pictures and I'm like, oh, I wish I could party like that and be with all those beautiful women and cool people. And sure. And then once you grow up, it's like, why did I give a fuck about any of this right. shit? Absolutely. And yeah. in, in social media has done such a great job at just diminishing people and just making yeah. people feel like shit when the people they're looking up to not aren't shit, but are like not living the lavish lives that they think they are. Like, it's just, yeah, it's all a fucking hoax, dude. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, and like, and like kind of bouncing off of both of you guys about how like, you know, the party, some people care, some people don't. And not that they're not your friends or the, like the people that don't care. But like when you post like a picture on social media, if like all of our friends, you know, like you, you expect them to like it because like they're in it or whatever. But like, so you expect that, but like, for a lot of people, what makes them feel better is when somebody likes a picture that aren't in it and aren't right. a part of it. Yeah. And, and if they don't, they feel they feel bad about themselves and like they forget about that 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 moment and like you know how happy they were in it and yep. and they base that memory off of the likes of, on that picture of like right like the people who didn't like it you know right you go ooh this person liked my picture i haven't seen them and exactly and like, like one this li- must be a good picture exactly. and i've had that like, feeling one yes. like could change your entire yeah, yeah, fu- like yeah. feeling about that moment and and it's unfortunate because like in that moment you're probably extremely happy but like right for for a lot of people oh, they 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 base all of all like, of that or like it. you see a picture and you're like oh this was such a great picture i bet you so many people are going to like it and then like you know, one person likes you. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, for instance. And, he, and they're in the picture, like, right, oh, it must like, not be that great. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> like, another thing. I remember, like, one time, or, like, a couple, you know, throughout my life, like, I've had somebody, like, add me on Facebook or something that I probably never even fucking talked to. Mm-hmm. Or, like, somebody who was older than me, some older girl who went to another school or something, added me on Facebook, and I was like, oh, my God, like. She knows she me. She knows me, but then, like, <laughs> for the next five years, never talked a word right, to her. But, right, like, yeah. for that one, like, and it's like, it all, it how only fucking takes, like, important is this shit? It takes one click of a button, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, I mean, at the end clicked of, it on accident. Sorry, at the end Carl, of the day, right. it's like, yeah, she could, <laughs> this girl or this guy could be so ex- extravagant and so wonderful because of their pictures, where at the end of the day, it's like, you don't know if, like, Right. Why no, does it matter? No, why no, does this really shit matters. fucking yeah. matter? It's a, f- and so that's why social I, uh, social media can be so dangerously toxic, dude. It can really be if you look at it. Like some people fucking base their lives off shit, like likes, getting likes and getting disliked or getting bullied or like social media is the most toxic thing I think that's ever swept us. It can really affect it's a person's so, mental. And it's sure. so it's so beautiful at the same time where you can you can be so widespread. You can spread your word. If you're doing something good, it can be it can be passed upon so many thousands and thousands of people. But if it's negative, it goes the same way and it can be fucking just terrible. Yeah. It's a fi- it's a fine line. It's a fucking very fine line. Well and uh and then I think this even like even before social media you can do you can take this like in terms of i remember being in grade school and playing basketball right and being like oh joe smith is like he's such a good basketball player like i i wish i was just as good as him 
but he's six four, two hundred pounds, <laughs> and in eighth grade, and it's like, okay, well, okay, you're not gonna really ever be as tall or as athletic or whatever as this person. So instead of like worrying about how just amazing that person is, like, but they also might have worked really hard. It's the behind the scenes that like maybe they weren't athletic ever, and like one summer they just took every single day they practiced and they worked their ass off and they became like this really great basketball player ath you know painter whatever like you're in art class and you see someone's just this great painter and you wish like i wish i could be that good but you've never practiced once in your life you're just wishing you were that good instead of really like being like oh maybe they they paint at home every single day when they're done with school to practice, but I never see it. Or so I, I think it can even go beyond social media to just in terms of like, you see something out in your life and you just immediately compare yourself immediately without even stopping to think like, (laughs) without even stopping to think like how much time and effort a person went into either perfecting their craft, studying their cra- whatever whatever you're comparing yourself to, it's almost like we never look at like exactly like the this quote. We never look at their the other person's behind the scenes. It's always just I'm not that good. I'll never be that good. I'm I will never be that tall. I'll never be X whatever it is instead of saying, "Okay, sure." But what can I do to achieve what I want? Mm-hmm. It's always like, well, I'll never be that. I feel like yeah. human like consciousness, like just humans in general, were built that way. Like I feel like I feel like even any species you look at is always looking to be better than the other. Right, and competition a, a, drives yeah, a lot and of life. I mean, for the species we are, it was just fucking escalated and just magnified by what we were able to create and just how smart and kind of evil humans can be like it's yeah. just like it, it it was just it created at such a whole different aspect and level than i feel like every other species has been but everything in in a in a living manner is trying to be better stronger and and then than the thing next to it like i feel like but yeah. ours it's just different in a whole different way i think i think comparison like comparing like yourself to someone else is like one of the biggest flaws of you know of humanity because like you get caught up in it and you're so worried about comparing yourself to other people that you get lost in trying or in finding out who you are and what you're mm-hmm. good at you know everybody yeah. gets lost in it and then and then you're stuck in this place of like what am i doing you know what am i good at and you're like you've you've been caught up for such a long time trying to like copy all these other people that you don't even know who you are i think right. that's kind of the fucking mainstream of this quote i mean i think so people yeah. get caught in that that's the biggest speed bump for any for myself for i think any human being, I don't, I don't know if you guys have ever felt it, but anytime I've yeah. tried to excel or ex- succeed, not necessarily has it held me back, but it's been a biggest speed bump where it's like, how can this person have f- be so fluent and so understanding of this concept, 
say it's like a, a person in front of you, a position you're trying to withhold I- in your career, where it's like, how can this person who maybe I'm 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 trying to fill their job, how can they be so good at this and so successful and so smart? I can never be like that. You know, I feel like that's the biggest the biggest speed bump for a lot of people, where it's like, I just I don't think I could ever succeed to the 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 mountain this person has climbed before. I think that has to do a lot with uh, like growing up, right? Like I remember, I remember, and uh, I'll take it back to grade school basketball again. I remember. Can I use this as a towel? Oh, for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I remember we had like a a coach. I was in like seventh or eighth grade, and you know, at that point in your life, life is just like. Video games, chicks, or trying, like, you trying to get a chick. Th- just thinking of Thinking chicks. about chicks, like, Watching and, American like. American Pie and seeing boobs. Yeah, like. Boobs. Like, trying Please. trying to maybe see boobs, you know, before, <laughs> like, the internet was super accessible and you could just pull out your phone and see boobs whenever yeah. you wanted. Like, it was a like, Or before you were, like, risky enough right. to look up it was boobs. Like, how can I, you know, it was like. Titties. <laughs> that time of your life, and I remember a basketball. We were like shooting free throws right into practice. And we were all just sucking. We were tired, and our coach was like, "You guys want to be good? Like you got to get out and shoot 500 free throws a day." And in my head, I was like, "Dude, I'm fucking 13 years old. You think I got time to shoot five 500 free throws a day?" But what he was saying was that like you got like you have to put time and work in. You can't just come to practice for an hour, two hours a week, and expect to just get better the net, like, every single day. But no one ever, exp- like, really explained that to me as a kid. No, everyone was just like, yeah, go practice. It was and just, he, but it was like, but I'm not good, so why am I practicing if I'm not? But it, the point is, like, you get better, and you start, and then you... You more, it's like you internalize things like, okay, how can I get, okay, what am I doing wrong? Why am I shooting this free throw wrong? How do I shoot it right? Instead of going, he goes 10 for 10, why can't I go 10 for 10? What does he do? No, no, what are you doing wrong and how can you fix it? And then every day work on fixing it. But no one, I mean, maybe someone tried to and I was just not paying attention, but that was like a skill I never really learned. It was just they're really good at it because they, in my head, it was they're naturally good at it. I'm just naturally okay at whatever, and that's as good as I'll get. It was never like explained to me. No, no, no. Re- just if you practice, even if you practice poorly, you're gonna continue to grow and get better. So I just spent time comparing myself instead of really like l- internalizing things and saying it's okay to be bad. It's okay to struggle, but how can I get – and that's something that now as an adult I'm trying to overcome and go, okay, I'm not good at uh, real estate situations. I've never been in this situation, so that just means I will I should never do it because I, I, I never um, have practiced in it. I don't know it. This person knows exactly what they're doing. Maybe I'll just watch them and see what they do, and I'll pick up some, some tips or pointers. But, no, you got to jump in and try. you got to – if you if you want to work at something or you want to be good at something, don't compare yourself. Just try it and figure out where you failed and then get better. And if you're going to fail, fail trying. I mean, it, 
I think the way you explained it is is perfect. I mean, so many people envy these people who are great mm-hmm. and expect or interpret interpret the f- like you know the fact that they're great is they're just great people. Right. Oh, like, just 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 genes. They have the know, best genes. Aaron Rodgers is throwing these amazing throws because he was just born that way. He just he just has it. Sure. No. He went to a college. He went college. to high school. He went through high school not getting any offers. Went to a JUCO. Played his ass off. Went to Cal. Played his ass off. Got undermined in the draft. Came. Got undermined playing under Brett Favre and was hated in Green Bay. Right. Until the until he proved himself. And I mean, it's 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 movies like Rudy. People hate the fucking movie Rudy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for the fact that maybe maybe it's not the told the way it should have been, right. I guess. But that's not the point. But that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is there's this kid who grew up in a town who was the runt of the litter who nobody thought could ever make anything of himself because everybody in their family was just trying to get to the top of this paper mill that his dad ran or whatever this mill his dad ran. Maybe they were miners. Miners, whatever the fuck they were. And he proved himself to to go to this St. Mary's school or go to this this school next to Notre Dame and then, then work his ass off semester after semester until he finally got accepted. Like, it just, a lot of people think that just success is given. Success right. is just, you're born that way. And I I, I think that's a, a, a big, you know, a downside to people is where they're not willing to, wor- or not understanding that it took these successful great people to, to work their ass off through right. all these things. I, I do, I think, um, Something that plays a part in it, right? That I'm fucking. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> so, you've so been worried about moving your mic around. <laughs> I've been doing this all day, just I'm just wiggling over. Just, here. just <laughs> oh, oh, nice. Sorry, <laughs> bubs. Sorry, bubs. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think uh, one of the tough things, like you were talking about Rudy, and for some reason it made me think of. Uh, it made for, for some reason I thought of Kobe Bryant, right? I think I almost wore his jersey today, but it doesn't fit me right, and you know I haven't worked as hard as he does. So. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I said. I'm straight up. So I like, so in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, Rudy obviously is different than Kobe Bryant, right? But uh, and you know, it's like they both put themselves out there and went for something they wanted. Okay, but I was like, well. Kobe was, like, really great at basketball. Like, he was amazing. He just had to, like, continue to – he just had to not ever take a day off, and he would just continue to get better and grow. So it's – in the way I thought about it was, like, well, so it's a little bit easier for him to put himself out there and say, no, I only want to play basketball, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you're fucking amazing at basketball. You should only want to play basketball. Like, that's not a hard thing to say, like, I only want to focus my time on this. And not many people are just really amazing at something nat- uh, somewhat naturally, right? So it's kind of like Rudy, he wasn't a good football player. He wasn't smart. 
He wasn't whatever, but he was determined. But what he did do is put himself on the line. He was consistent. He was consistent, and he said, I believe in myself. And so it's like when you have that, you might not be super athletically, if, if we're talking about athletics, you know, um, gifted, and you might not be able to just put yourself out that easily and say, this is what I want to focus on. But if you have belief in yourself, which I don't think a lot of people do, and I think that that's what I'm getting at is that a lot of people don't have that Rudy mindset or that, you know, they're not just naturally gifted at something where they can say, like, this is what I want to put all my time and effort, at, um, effort. effort into. So it's it's really – it's a hard thing for people, I think, to say, like, I want to focus on um, – you know, my behind the scenes and I'm not worried about my highlight reels. I need to focus on me and getting better, but it's like, okay, but get it better at what? Like, should I try to, I'm mediocre in the, in your own head. You might think I'm mediocre at X, Y, and Z, but I love it, but I don't want to put myself out there because I'll just be made fun of, or I'll be looked down on by people who are really good. So it's like, I'll just let them do that and I'll do what you know does that does that make sense yeah because uh, i'm yeah. stuck no, in yeah go well i mean yeah, i mean it's just going back to the quote you're just you're you're just stuck comparing yourself to something like well that's not who i am so i i can't be that right yeah. that's no, that's not who i am right now right so i could never be that person right and i feel but like a lot not, of but that's not true and a lot of people also get stuck in to the fact of like maybe something they're working so hard at and they're like well this isn't what i want to be Right. You know, like I, maybe I'm really good at this, but this isn't what I want to be. But I can't work at what I want to be because I'm not good at that. You know, and I feel like I know that's probably a big place that I get stuck in right now is like, you know, I know what I'm good at. And a lot of people tend to work really hard at what they're comfortable and know that they're good at. But mm -hmm. they know that th this isn't what they want, because if they right. if they want to do what they want, then they have to take that extra step. And it takes a little more. It takes some embarrassment. Right. And it takes some frustration. Mm -hmm. And it takes some, you know, anger, whatever. But but if I just stick what I'm good at, then oh, fuck it. I'll just settle for that. And I feel like a lot of people, I, and even myself, I mean, at a lot of points, I've been so stuck at, like, I kind of know what I want to do, but I'm good at this right now, and I'm it's comfortable to me, man. Right. It's it's really comfortable. Right. And I can do this comfortably, so fuck it, dude. But then halfway through it, I'm like, I'm fuck. Well, why am I wasting my time right now? Like, why don't I just work? Like, right. I'm young. I'm 24. Right. Why don't I just work at what I want to do and just get it done, you know? Like, fucking work for that goal and, and be who I want to be. Be that fucking inspiration. Be that person who I looked at when I was at the bottom of the barrel. Right. And I feel like a lot of people are stuck behind just having to work a little little bit harder mm -hmm. instead of being comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's it's so you guys going to Appleton to do stand up or you guys <laughs> 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 You <laughs> cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys waiting for wow. the beer to win? Holy Got shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding that in for oh. a while, boys. Holy hey. shit. Hey, <laughs> hey, why the fuck do we hire this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's fired. Yeah. Get him the fuck out. There it is. Oh, there it is. Uh. Fucking fried, bro. You know, you know, and you know what? That's why 
Bobby Brown Sheamus to board. No, that is it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Because uh, uh, no, that's great. <laughs> sorry, that sorry, no, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we need someone to hold Holy us accountable. Holy shit, you uh, hold yourself accountable, guys. Oh man. Oh, oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. I didn't okay. see. I did. Yeah. I personally didn't even see that one coming. Oh, great. Oh man. Sheamus been sitting there fucking just drunk. I was. I was way. I was like. Oh man, fucking assholes! I can't wait till next episode to make this dude shotgun fucking seven snorkels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, walk your asshole, motherfucker! (laughs) I've been waiting for you to say that. (laughs) All right, so Uh, yeah, no. So Seamus just brought this all back down perspective. Sorry, I had to. I had to drop it. I had to drop it. (laughs) Thanks for making us compare our behind the scenes to everyone else's highlight reel. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, 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 appreciate you a lot. Uh, the reason uh. we struggle with insecurity <laughs> is because we uh, compare our behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh. So, uh, well, yeah, we're probably just going to try at the green room before we go. <laughs> 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 we're going to hide oh, behind man. the insecurities before we get out there and at the performing front of assholes like Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but, hey, good. I oh, mean, yeah, in all the... <laughs> I don't even know where to go. No, that was a hey, <laughs> hey, that was a great that was a great way no, to kind of cap that because because in a way we do kind of beat around that bush a little bit here well, we do. on the show of like we we push ourselves in a way but then we find excuses and we we do come up with ways to say like oh this didn't work out and we put a spin on it to be like well, it didn't work out because of this and this and this. In reality, it's all just it's it it's we're. Nervous to do it. We're nervous to do it. We got it. It's what do you want to say? Be called out. I'm happy to be that asshole. Yeah, hey. Thank you. Hey, That's, no, thank if, you. If you would yeah. like to stick around, we need that <laughs> yeah, asshole to, need to that push asshole. me and Max to say, "Hey, listen. Yeah, stop being pansies and get through her." Right. You know, I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Oh, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I it, at the end of the day, that is what it is. <laughs> Pressure's on, right, boys. So, all right, on. all right. So maybe, maybe Seamus didn't come on, come on to be our uh, tech coordinator. He became our uh, just uh, our, our bullshit uh, caller our, outer, our <laughs> bullshit counselor. Like, right, our, uh, all right, assholes. Oh, you don't want to do that this month? Well, why? <laughs> because you're fucking pansies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a fucking pansy yeah. this guy. I yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man, no, I just that's... I've been my insecurities have been your fucking highlights, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? That. It's been tough. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so happy. So happy to have you. Oh man. All right. Uh man, good a, quote. Uh, Let's mosey on down to Packertown. Yeah, we got a little Packer talk down oh, the show. Man, here. dude, let me uh let me find show. this one. Yeah, go take a piss, you dick. Fuck out of here. God, I hate don't fall in. Don't please do, ladies and gentlemen. You want to do this, little Packer? Let's get into it, man. It's been a while. (laughs) 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 Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 33. Little Packer talk. All right, so we got a little bit of Packer news over uh past couple weeks here. Big, huge Packer news. Big talk. Huge Packer news. Big talk. This is going to shake Packer Nation. Ugh. There's yeah. an all 
there's a new all-time leader in sacks for the Green Bay a Packers. New all-time old leader. Right. New a new old all-time sack leader. Exactly. Uh Hall of Famer Willie Davis is the new old all-time sack leader uh in the Green Bay Packers. Uh decades of research from John Turney and Nick Webster of Pro Football Researchers Association gave Pro Football Reference the confidence to add sack statistics from 1960 to 1982 when sacks became an official statistic to their already impressive database of football statistics. Clay Matthews is currently the Packers' all-time leader in sacks at 83 and a half. According to the new stats, Davis actually holds the mark at 93 and a half, but the data from 1960 isn't yet registered, meaning he probably has closer to 100 total sacks based on Turney and Webster's research. Over 10 years in Green Bay uh, between 1960 and 1969, Davis produced uh, five seasons with 10 or more sacks, including four years straight between 1964 and 1967. He was a first-team All-Pro each season. Um... The numbers paint a clear picture. Davis was one of the most was one of the best pass rushers in in the NFL during the sixties. Uh, yeah, a five time, a five time champion and six time All Pro. Davis was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in nineteen eighty one, and he died in April of twenty twenty at the age of eighty five. Rest in peace. The added stats also helped the former Packer pass rusher Ezra Johnson who had 17 and a half sacks during the 1978 uh sacks in 1978 and oh, he had 17 and a half sacks in 1978. Holy shit. Wow. And is now third in franchise history in sacks at 82 and a half. Uh Lionel Allridge at 62 sacks, Henry Jordan 52 sacks, and Clarence Williams 49 sacks. Can you look up teams Does uh AJ Hawk still is he still the leader of all-time tackles in Packer history? Because Pat McAfee says that every time he introduces A.J. Hawk. I thought it... I just want to make sure it's clear. What, what? Good for Willie Davis. Yeah. Uh, I mean, good and for I, him getting his credit. I bet you tackles are probably a little harder to... Determine. They probably just have to take the word for it, whereas, like, you can go back and watch these games and be like, all right. Well, I mean, they had to have been credited for back in the day. I mean, even in the 60s, there was somebody keeping hold of the stats. All right, all right. So. Okay, so this list has Roy Butler as the all-time tackles leader. This list has Leroy Butler at 721 tackles and A.J. Hawk at 629. That seems interesting. Wait, say that again. They have A.J. Hawk, number two, with 629 tackles. Leroy Butler, number one, with 721 tackles. When was this article published? This was 
these stats are up to date heading into the 2021 regular season. What? All-time leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers is what Pat McAfee introduces A.J. Hawk as every episode. So if this is not right, I would love to call into the Pat McAfee show and uh, give a little correction. Let me see. But I want to make sure I'm right first. Cheers, bud. Yeah. Yeah. I was retired. We're gonna, go to, uh, we're gonna <laughs> go to another <laughs> tell website. Yep, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Career leaders so much in defense. We're gonna go to Barnett. Solo. Okay, so they they have. S- well, that's not gonna help me. Oh, combo. Miss. Okay, so so this is this is what um so AJ Hawk has 629 solo tackles. Leroy Butler has 720 solo tackles. But if you combined AJ Hawk's 629 solo with his 293 assists, that's more than Leroy Butler's 720 solo with his 169 assists. Oh, okay. So, like, okay. So, technically, A.J. Hawk is the leader in just total tackles. Technically. Oh, that's okay to me. I love A.J. Um, but, I mean, I've sold come on, come on, come on, Pat. You got to give your respect to Leroy. You, you got to show Leroy some love, Pat. I mean, what is, is it, it 720? Is it 720. So, Eight hundred and eight hundred and eighty-nine to. Well, is that still less? Eight hundred and shoots. I'm not good at math here. Okay, say, <laughs> say it out loud. Maybe your dictionary cow will be able Wait, to help you. Do I have a calculator <laughs> thing anywhere? I got one on my phone. All right, all right. I bet you. Never mind. Do. Do six hundred. And twenty nine. Oh wait. Six twenty nine plus two ninety three. Plus two ninety three. Nine twenty two. Okay. And then do seven twenty plus one sixty nine. Eight eighty nine. Yeah, okay. So that's what they're going off. Okay. So they're going off solo and assist. Okay. But uh both badasses. Both oh, badasses. Bad one, but also one, the le- the the creator of the Lambo Leap. Yep. Uh, and one, uh, just a. You badass. know what's crazy? Leroy Butler has more sacks than AJ Hawk. Mm. Who has more interceptions? Oh. But AJ Hawk does. No, Leroy Butler was a safety. AJ Hawk had hella ints. I guess not. Maybe. Uh, no, I'm where sorry. is it? INT. Yeah, the Red Butler had 38. <laughs> AJ Hawk had nine. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Wait, so a safety is the second l- leading tackler? Yeah. He, uh, he, well, he was like a strong safety. A strong so he safety, was like okay. a. Yeah. Uh, hey, AJ Hawk was good with them hands, though. I tell you hey. that much. <laughs> no, that's, who, who, that's who's lead, Who leads the Packers in interceptions? I believe 
Charles Woodson or Herb Adderley? Herb Adderley. Ooh, you are... Uh, Charles Woodson is tied for fourth. Herb Adderley is third. Okay, okay, okay. Um, You'll never guess number one. If you guess number one right now, I'll eat hot wings. Okay, uh, can I get a year? 1952. Tough. Olin Echek. <laughs> he was he was the owner of the Packers. Not only was is he the interception leader, he's one of the great songwriters of our time. Good old Bobby Dylan <laughs> is the, the all time Packers interception leader with fifty two. Uh, next is Holy Willie Wood shit. with forty eight. Herb Adderley with thirty nine. Roy Butler and Charles Woodson with thirty eight. Bobby Dylan. Darren, hey, Darren, cover your drinks. Sharper is thirty <laughs> has thirty six. <laughs> Irie Comp has thirty four. Mark Lee, where's Ali Hare? Tremon Williams is thirty. Don Hudson, wow, not a, he had thirty interceptions. What this guy did everything. Al Harris, let's see. Oh boy, for Don or. Al Harris is behind Haha ha Clinton Dix, or they're tied. They both have 14. Well, that probably doesn't. These don't include uh, postseason. Wait, so who's number there. one? Good old Bob. Bobby Dylan. Hey, 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 you ever heard this song, uh, Wagon Wheel? Rock it's me. Not Bob, it's not Bob, Bobby Bob Dylan wrote that song. Really? Original. He wrote it. Oh, gee. I didn't know he that. He wrote most of the songs you've heard. Uh-huh. He's great. He's great. I didn't know that, though. It's a great song. Yeah, he wrote it. And then, uh, you know, then the old Crow Medicine Show, and then old fucking Hootie and the Blow Shits. <laughs> I think it was just Darius. Just Darius. Just Darius. Yeah. Darius and the blowfish. Oh, <laughs> dicks. But he, uh... Hell of a Packer talk, man. Packer talk there. And, uh, you know, gotten some statistical uh, talk. Talked the uh, little uh, A.J. Hawk ain't as uh, all he's cracked up to be. Hey, don't. Don't. Fucking flaw his talents. Yeah, I like it. I love AJ, but uh, let's give Leroy some props, man. I mean, oh. middle linebacker should have more solo tackles than a safety, but what do I know? I don't know. You don't know shit. I guess not. AJ, AJ, Hawk, Leroy Butler. Gotta love the pack. What an episode, you know. We did it all, man. We did it all. We talked uh, beer of the week. Got some beer history, some fun facts. Uh, We got Uh. through our weekly challenges, our Who a Beer logo. 
Mine will be up posted uh, later this week. Carl's oh. is gonna Carl's gonna get one made. Yep. Um, we went through our uh, weekly and monthly challenges. We are uh, giving each other podcasts to listen to. Um, <coughs> at some point. So yeah. I'll I'll Seamus. Uh, I'll send you one. You send me one. I'll send you one. Yep. All right. And so uh, you send me one. I send Max one. I'll send you one. Yep. And uh, we'll we'll discuss a little next Hua week. episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so next week we'll be back here. We got to get back Tuesday. Yep. Because then Wednesday we go out to Manaqua. Yep. Yes, sir. Then yes, we'll be sir. able to get back next the Tuesday after that. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. We're flowing. We're flowing, man. So I'll be um, back Idaho Monday night. After that, so. Oh, We're good. We're I'm good so fucking go. happy to be here, boys. Yeah. So We're if you want to s- stick on board, man, see you next Tuesday. I'll be here. Hell yeah. All That's right. awesome. That's awesome. Hey, everybody, thank you so yeah. much for joining us. I mean, I'm drunk. I'm, yeah. dr- I'm drunk. I'm feeling all right. I'm, I'm feeling all right. I'm good. Yeah, Max got to drive home. I'm so. chilling. I'm no, chilling. I'm good. Everything's oh, yeah. good. We're hey, great. We're, <laughs> We're definitely great. great. Everything is good. Yeah. Shout out Decker Polinari for the intro, for the outro. Episode Shout out Seamus. 33. Oh, Yeah. Shout out you, Max. I'm good, man. And me too. Living the dream. Me too. You know what baby. I'm saying. Hey, man. Good thing I brought my reading glasses today. Carl yeah. versus Dictionary. Still going good. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I know your time is valuable. There's thousands of other podcasts that you could have settled for. But now you're just vibing with two goofy dudes from Wisconsin who like to discuss their problems and figure out ways to solve them. And challenge the listeners to get up out of their comfort zone. Try some shit they ain't done before. This is Hold Us Accountable. Yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. Yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. This is hold us accountable. Hold us accountable. Hold us accountable.